Donuts, located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram, where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. The best choice for convenience? comfort and value my place hotels are ideal for both short-term and long-term travelers the rooms at my place features pillow top mattresses microfiber bedding and a variety of soft and firm pillows all extended stay rooms offer their own kitchen which includes a full-size refrigerator and a cooktop on-site laundry facilities are also available for extended stays at pet friendly my place hotels book your stays online at myplacehotels.com my place hotels st george and west jordan utah make my place your place it's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now, Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. everybody happy friday i'll tell you it's a tough job but somebody's got to do it we are broadcasting live at the sapphire pool being topless is optional so when chris wind gets here i'll let him know but uh man we're gonna have a good time today we're gonna have so much fun i love this place i love sapphire it's like an adult playpen at least for me anyway beautiful women everywhere beautiful men as well whatever your taste is Whatever your taste buds desire, come by, say hello. We got some very special guests lined up for you throughout this show today. Of course, we got my friend Brian Feldman from Fox Sports Radio joining me today. Brian Salmon from Channel 3 is going to be here. Chris Wynn's going to be here. And we got some very special celebrity guests lined up for you. He is a two-time world champion in the sport of boxing. And he does a great job with Fox Sports uh, with his boxing commentary. My friend... The one and only Showtime, Sean Porter, is going to be here. He's going to be here in a little bit, so I'm really looking forward to that. And you might have heard of this guy. Uh, I know Numchuck has the audio. I figured I'd play a little taste of it. Do you remember this guy from American Idol? His name is William Hung, and uh, he got famous on American Idol for singing the song, Mr. Feldman. I'm sure you remember, She Bangs, She Bangs. Is she still banging? I don't know. It's been a while. It's a lot of banging. But anyway, William Hung is going to be here, and uh, he came on our show actually a few months ago. He now lives here in Las Vegas. I'm going to see if I can get William Hung and buy him a lap dance. I don't know if he'll accept or not, but uh, William Hung will be uh, joining us here on the show as well. Right now, I'm joined by my good friend Brian Feldman, Fox Sports Radio. Brian, it's a tough job. First of all, thank you for being here. I, I, I know it was difficult to drag you out here. So tough. Yeah, so yeah. Tough. The view, the view is really, uh, it's really. You know, it's funny. Um, they're bringing over some drinks for us and stuff, and the waitress that comes over, you know, she's topless, 
So the first thing I said to her was, oh, no. They didn't tell me this was going to happen. I mean, the, the women here are so beautiful. The staff here is so great. The food here is awesome. The drinks are pouring, you know, and uh, I know Chris Wynn's going to get a little drunk here, so that should be interesting on air, Mr. Feldman. But how about this pool? How nice is this place? This is so cool, Brian. I mean, you know, like you said, the scenery is absolutely unbeatable. The service is great. And if you've never been to this place, I highly recommend you check it out. I had no idea it was even here, Brian. I had uh, solicited this, the, the club itself a couple of times in my day, but I've never been out back to the pool, and this is awesome. Oh, it's awesome is, is, is one word to describe it. I'll tell you that. Uh, the people here are really are great we're gonna have a lot of fun today you know and look who just and look who just showed up uh chris Wynn just showed up so as i mentioned this guy is going to be joining us on pushing the limits a little bit later today you might have heard this on american idol many years ago have a listen to this talk to me tell me your name you blow me off like it's all the same you lit it fierce and i'm taking away like a bomb yeah baby she bangs she bangs Oh baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She All bangs, right. she bangs. <laughs> I'm you. wasted by the way <laughs> she <you>. So <laughs> So my dream is to have a lovely lady sit on his lap while he's singing that song today. She bangs, yeah. she bangs. Uh, that's gonna be pretty awesome. Look who just rolled out out of bed to join us as we have a beautiful, our beautiful waitress. Uh, standing right beside him. We can't really show that. I Rolled out of bed? What are you talking about? Chris, the kid's been up for like an hour and a half. I was going to say you didn't go Which to is bed. a long time. Chris, will you, be going, will you be going topless for all the ladies today? I will be not honest. be, probably. Well, maybe later on. I might, might, might go a little uh, bare chest action. <laughs> How many alcoholic <laughs> beverages do you think you'll be drinking today, Chris? Be yeah, we're, we'll, kick, we'll kick it around. Maybe two or three. I'm not going to get or too three. wild yet. Two or three. All right. Well, that's fair. It's that's steaming fair. out here, guys. We got some. We got. It's it's kicking up a little bit. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is hot in, in a good way, though. In a good yeah. way. All right. So we have to. I'm not going to be mentioning Donald Trump's name today. I promise you. That's it's a not, shocker. It's not that kind of show. That is absolutely unbelievable. He to just me. Well, he just did mention just, it. As much you as just did. As much as I would love to see him topless, uh, that that's not going to be the case today. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about Deshaun Watson, and we got. Showtime, Sean Porter, who's a huge Cleveland fan that's going to be here. And I'll talk to him about this. That's a big story, one of the bigger stories in the sports world, where uh, I believe they put the games from uh, to, to 11 games that he was suspended. If I'm, that's pretty much almost the whole season. What do you guys think about that? You know, um, you know, yeah, they just made the decision. It's going to be 11 games. I believe the suspension goes into effect on the 30th of August, um, and that's when they cut it down to the 53-man roster, Brian. And you know, I, I, I don't, I don't like the suspension. I think it should be longer. That's my personal opinion. You've got over two dozen women uh, that have come forward and said this. He's been fined what a million by the Browns and a million by the NFL. Yeah, and I, I just don't like it. I think I, I just don't think the punishment fits the crime. I think it should I be agree. worse. I agree, Chris. What do you think? It's essentially a doubling of what uh, Judge Rice originally had put out with six game, the six game suspension. And I think there's a little bit a little bit of shadiness to this gentleman. And for this reason, this reason alone, the, the suspension was scheduled so they would come back. Against his former team, the Houston Texans. A lot of people wow. are saying, really? I mean, you're really setting this up? I mean, the NFL 
is taking this angle of, okay, his first game back just happens to be against his former team with his new team. There's a lot of people that have uh, an issue with that. I'm pretty much along the same lines as Brian Feldman is. I think that he should have been suspended for the entire season because it's conduct detrimental to the to the, uh, to the league and it damages the shield. And uh, for no other reason other than that is, is my personal opinion. So I agree. Well, I, so I think he should be out for the whole season, but whatever. It's 11 games. It's going to be 11 games. The uh, the public relation is just going to be big for the Cleveland Browns and for the NFL. Anyway. So I agree with both of you, but here's the thing that even bothers me even more. He's still not necessarily owning up. He's not being criminally charged. We know that. So there's no reason for him not to just own it. And he, the other day he's doing an interview, and he says, well, just because I – basically I'm paraphrasing. He basically said, just because I paid these women off doesn't necessarily mean that they're – you know, I'm guilty. That's basically what he said. So, you know – I have a problem with that. Uh, own what you did, admit your mistake, and then maybe at some point be forgiven. But uh, I have a problem with And By the way, William Hung just show up. I, I just want to let you guys know he's not wearing shorts. He's wearing long black pants and a purple. He looks very professional. But uh, Mr. Feldman, there seems to be a little bit of something different about, uh, like, B-Shap today. I don't know. What's some, that? Something a little different about you. I don't, there's something, the shirt. I don't know. No, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a little something coming. Something, a little something coming out between the cheeks from him that's a little bit different. Seems a little know. bit different. I don't know what he's talking he about. Know, no, yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't know. The, the cheeks? You talking about my ass? I'm talking, talking about your lip. You got the lisp going on, my oh, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I you sound a, a little bit different there. I have a new lisp now. So William, William Hung from American Idol is going to be joining us coming up here in, in just a few minutes. Chris Wynn. It, it, by the way, um, you know, it's interesting because I'm friends with a lovely lady that works here. And she gave me her number. Last time I was here, which is a miracle, by and, the way. And Chris I can't was that Chris happened. was Chris was giving me a lot of flack for that. Uh, it's a miracle. Yeah, minor and, miracles, and, Brian. And, and I've made, every, I've now made some, every, every now and then. I made some very nice friends here. By the way, if you're just joining us, you're not watching us in the KSHP studios. All due respect to the KSHP studios. I'm happy to be here today. This is the this is the Sapphire Pool. Being topless is optional. We got William Hung here. William's going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. Uh, my boy Brad is here. We got we got a bunch of people coming. Brian today. Salmon just showed up. Brian here. Salmon from Channel Three just showed up, um, and of course we got Chris Wynn and uh, Brian Feldman uh, joining me right now live. And uh, boy, we're going to have a lot of fun today. You know, I feel good because I don't have to talk about politics right now. I don't have to talk about what's going on with the Trump raid. Oh wait, I just did. I just I just brought it up. I'm sorry, but you know this is so Vegas, man. This is so Vegas to me. Uh, beautiful women, topless pool. Great food, great drinks. Everyone is here for one reason and one reason only. Well, I'm not talking about the employees. I mean, some of them here are going to be making some bank, which which they deserve, by the way. Everyone here is for one reason, to have a good time. Isn't that what Vegas, the essence of Vegas, is all about? People come here to have a good time. And this is, uh, I think we all could say this is probably one of the nicest gentlemen clubs, not just in Las Vegas, but probably in the entire country. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, without question. This place is, Brian, it's incredible. Like I said, I never knew the pool existed. Yeah. You, you, you sit here, you see, well, you, how can you not mention Trump when we're staring at his... This is, uh, you can't do much better than this, can you? From a, from a atmosphere and climate standpoint, he does right. So, Feldman, let's, let's put odds up here on Chris Wynn. Uh, Brian Feldman, what are the Vegas odds that Chris Wynn actually gets a number on? 
what, what odds would you put? Well, that's tough. It, it, it all depends whether he's going to go shirtless or not. Because I think if he goes shirtless, they're going to be all over him like the whole one AM sandwich. So I think that, uh, that, that he may be able to the score a few numbers. But uh, if there's ever a date to do it, Bri, this would be the day. So I'll put the odds at, I'm, I'm going to go short, two to one. Oh, I think that's a terrible line. Nope. So you're saying the Nella- contrary to what my, what what B Shap might believe, Feldman. Terrible. Sometimes the ladies out here they like a butter bean type style guy. <laughs> they like <laughs> hey, throw, around, throw around the big five zero. Weighs about you know two bills. Is a little bit stocky. There there is a market out there for that Shap. People out there that there's some women out there that like that. Well, I I I. I- I understand what you're saying, but I don't think Brian Feldman's line is a good one. I'm going to say plus 500. I'm going to put it at 5-1. to one. All due respect, Chris, a minus 250 line, I'll take the no. I'll take that action right now. Who wants to bet me 500? 500 to win 200 right now. I say Chris does not get a number. But I do, I do like I do like the uh, the <laughs> approach of uh, Brian Shapiro, though. Of, of, uh, yeah, the first thing that I'm thinking about, you know, is coming to the Sapphire Pool and try to score some digits. I do like. I do like that's. Uh, that's like the mindset of Brian Shapiro. Is that well, you know his, you know what, his boys are going to come here and that's what we're doing. What I'm doing is I'm trying to line up a number from a lady that works here. That's awesome. Listen, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do that last time I was here, and, and you know it, it worked out for me. So. Yeah, like I said, like like people like butter bean type guys like me. Some people like you know skinny pot belly gingers like yourself. There, you know, there's a market for that as well too. By the so, way, do you guys? I like- mean, hey, there, there's something for everybody out there. You know, some, some people have different kinds of taste, right, That's Brian? True. That's and true. if they want yeah. an older guy, they got me in the there middle you go. Right here. So there we you got go. It, we got it covered. Anyone yeah. out there looking for a sugar daddy? Between the without three, the sugar, if they want eccentric, you know, two tone shirt, you know, skinny, you know, pretty boy, Connecticut boys right yeah. here. That it's birthday. Yeah. They like that too. That's right. Our producer you know? Rick, it, it is his yeah. birthday today, so oh. we'll, we will eventually get him. <laughs> Uh, on the air, and maybe we'll get William Hung to sing happy birthday for Rick. Between the three of us here, uh, I will say this. Uh, Brian Feldman gets the most beautiful women. He takes out the most beautiful women. He, he actually does, There's something yes. about this guy. I don't know what it is. There's a word that I would use that I can't. Oh, that's a Jewish Distraction. term. Distraction. Uh, a beautiful lady just A lot of distractions. Yeah. If, if we say, pause for a minute or you hear really? something not right, it is as, concentration as level. My, not exactly. As today. my grandmother would say in Hebrew back in the day, uyves mia. When I see these. When I see these. This is not going to be a seamless radio show, gentlemen, where there aren't st- stops and starts. Right, yeah. and, and Justin's back like there with the with, the, with yeah. the audit button, right? Exactly. He can, okay, good. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, okay? Um, when you have these unbelievably beautiful women, topless, serving us drinks, and I have to be on the air talking to you guys, it's 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 a little distracting. I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little distracted. Last time I was here, I had that same problem. There were a lot of pauses during the show, uh, so so I don't know, man. By the way, coming up next segment, Brian Salmon, Channel Three Sports, yeah. is gonna be joining us. Along with William Hung, I never thought I would ever say that. Brian Salmon and William Hung on the air at the same time. That's going to be an interesting duo. There's no question about that. Uh, Mr. Feldman, tell me a little bit about your show. What you got going on? Your show, uh, obviously, this weekend. Who do you got coming on? Well, this weekend we're going to actually be talking about some uh, really cool stuff that's coming up all throughout the season. They're doing these NFL grudge matches, Brian, and actually going to be inviting you to play in one with me. Ooh. But uh, we're going to be playing it when a couple of the matchups against the Raiders when it's a home game. Uh, 
um, Magali Fernandez uh, sets these things up, and yep. they are they have all the Raiders alumni, and then like one is going to be against, against the Cardinals. They're going to have one against the Broncos and the Chargers and the Chiefs. So a lot of their rivals, all their rivals, as a matter of fact, including the Cardinals, and we're going to have them on. We're going to be talking a lot about cool. that, and we're going to be giving away opportunities to play in that. Uh, that I like that it. It's fixed for me. I already won. Well, well, well I, I bring Brian's a ringer because one thing that Brian Shapiro can do for sure, if you haven't played with him, he can definitely golf. No doubt about I'm that. I'm a good ping pong player. There's, too. there's a real two, good ping pong. There's player. two sports that Shapiro, especially now in his in his later years, I say later years, the guy's still a young guy, but is it golf and ping pong, right, Feldman? Those are two things that that Brian yes. Shapiro and has, has, has some skills in. Let's and that way. winning sports bets by betting the opposite of you. I'm also very good at that. Clock on Fox Sports Radio, 98.9 FM, Absolutely. 1340. Mark Hayes, don't be upset at me for mentioning my show, but I was asked. And uh, we're on every Sunday morning. We always have different guests, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Spencer, as you know, does a great job setting sure. up our video and all that. You guys and, do a uh, great job covering the Aces. Of course, the Aces winning game one. Yep. Game two uh, is tomorrow in the playoffs against the Phoenix Mercury, the Raiders preseason against the Miami Dolphins on the road. But coming up next, this is going to be a lot of fun. Brian Salmon from Channel 3 Sports is going to be joining us. He's going to be sitting next to the American Idol superstar himself, which is William Hung. Uh, Brian Feldman, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. You're a great friend, and you do a great job uh, with your show on Fox Sports Radio. Chris Wynn is going to be hanging around. I know he is. He's going to be doing a little bit of drinking. How long before you're drunk, Chris, before we take a break? Ah, probably a couple hours. Ah, I would, see, I was hope. I wish he got here at 10 a.m. This is early, man. This yeah. Is, uh, even, right. even for that's, myself, as far as, you know, to start hitting, that's the, unfortunate. Uh, start hitting the head real hard there. In it's three not. hours, I see Chris win an arm around a beautiful lady on his right. But I think I think that will be happening in a few hours. Anyway, Brian, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, she bang, she bang. William Hung from American Idol is going to be joining us. We'll see if he sings happy birthday to producer Rick. And Brian Salmon, Channel 3, will be joining us next as well. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super. Hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you. His relationships with the prosecutors and judges and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. 
My J Supreme is the first national three-point contest where the finale ends right here in Las Vegas on Saturday, September 10th at Durango High School. On Championship Saturday, there's going to be $25,000 cash on the line. Winners from across the country will compete for the grand prize. Go watch and support the great cause, which is to raise money for community and gun violence intervention programs. There'll be an interactive fan contest where you can win cash and gift cards. Go to myjsupreme.com for more details. Again, myjsupreme.com. I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite doctors in the Valley, Dr. K. She's a board-certified internal medicine physician. She's been in practice for over 20 years, went to Yale. She believes in treating body and mind as a whole by achieving harmony and balance. She offers hormone replacement, Botox, skin rejuvenation, even snoring treatment, because we know how that can be annoying from time to time. Also, plasma treatments and so much more with cutting-edge technology. Please give her a call, 702-410-5779. You could also give her an email at cosmeticaesthetics.lv at gmail.com. Again, that number, 702-410-5779. Call Dr. K. Tell them I sent you, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client, so please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn, that true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. I'm so glad I am here. I gotta tell you, this is better than the K Shop Studios, I'll be honest with you. We are here at Sapphire Pool. Being topless is optional, men and women. And uh, a lot of beautiful people here, I-, I will say that. I have two beautiful men sitting right next to me right now, of course. Brian Salmon from Channel 3 Sports. Sure, we all know Brian Luckley. He is the king anchor over there at Channel 3. He has a face for TV, I have a face for radio. Um, and the guy sitting next to me right in between us, he was a guest on my show a few months ago. He was the talk of the world, really. You hear his music in the background right now. 
American Idol fan himself, the one, the only, William Hong joining us. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you so much yeah. for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah pretty awesome. It's fun, yeah. William, how many cameos have you done this week? That's what I want to know. Oh, um, I would say about um, 50. 50 cameos? Yeah. And that's like, what, 40 bucks a pop? Uh, it's around that. <laughs> Not bad. Brian, it's a good life, man. Man, I, I need your agent. I need your agent. <laughs> G- give me your number. Give me the agent's number after we get done with it. Nobody's ever asked me to do a cameo. I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you on that one. William, what do you think of the... Uh, the eye candy walking around here. What do you think? Uh, well, it, it, it is nice, but you know, I I am uh, very specific in terms of what I'm looking for. So I I'm not as you know, like I don't know. I don't. I'm not as attracted to that. Are you attracted to a beautiful black man? That's a TV sports. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, answer for that is no. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let him answer. No, no, no one is, man. Let what are you talking answer. about? What are you talking about? I had uh, to pay my wife to marry me. Man. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, well, William, forgive me if I'm getting, but what is your type? Like, what is, what are you specifically, I'm talking about physical appearance, like, because we'll all give ours, but like, what, what is your dream girl? What would she look like? Well, I, I want someone that, that takes care of herself. Uh, he doesn't, she doesn't have to be like model kind of, kind of uh, person. Yeah, get, get your mic close to your mouth. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Help me out there, Brian Salmon. There we go. There we go. There we go. Because we all want to hear this. Okay, there we go. Go on. Go on. All right. <laughs> okay. So I, I would say my ideal type of woman. It doesn't have. She doesn't have to be model because I'm not. I'm not looking for a model. Yeah. Um, but I want someone that she she will take care of herself. Yeah. You could tell based on the body shape if they are like super like overweight. Obese. So you're saying your type is Rosie O'Donnell. That's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That was Chubby terrible. is okay. <laughs> <laughs> was there anybody on American Idol that you were that you had a crush on? Mm, I like Carrie Underwood. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Very beautiful. Who, who doesn't? Yeah. 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 How about Paul Abdul? She was the one that Ooh. she was like a few feet away from you. you well, right? I, I like I, li- I like her as right. as B-Sal, a judge. B-Sal, <laughs> you know my my Paul Abdul over there. I've yeah. had a crush on her since. I was like eight years old. Me too. Me yeah. too. Straight yeah. up now, tell yeah. me. Simon Cowell, he's kind of a jerk, though, isn't he? Like, he's not a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> didn't you tell me the story, like, a couple years back or something? Like, you saw him backstage, and he was still saying you're never going to make it. Like, he was still a jerk to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so what do you make of him? Like, if you saw him, would you say anything to him or no? No, I I, I don't take it personally. He, no. he, he's, he, I mean, I, I don't feel that... I have like the natural uh, singing talent anyway, so it's okay. You've made a lot of money off of your singing, so uh, I don't care what anybody says <laughs> about your talent. You, you, you've exactly. made okay, exactly. You've made over seven figures because of American Idol. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm very grateful, uh, that, you yeah. know, for my fans, all the support yeah. over the years. Wow! Can I have Brian I Salmon sing for like ten seconds, Brian? I want William Hung to rate you on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> oh give me, God. give me like uh, I don't know. Give me a Madonna song. I don't know. Give me something. Is, is there someone else sitting over here other than me? <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody that would, would how, how about fair, this? How about yes. you sing for him and have him rate? I can't do that. What what song? <laughs> what song? Uh, actually, you can actually sing. Now see, see. I don't know this song. I can't do it. I can actually sing this one. I can't do it. <laughs> Go, Beast Out. Come on, give me a couple Poison. Words. Poison. Good song. The actual song doesn't start for a little bit. Is that Nunchuck back in the studio? Yeah. It has to be Nunchuck. Yeah, yeah it, is. Uh, it is. This is DDD. Velvet Devotion, no song? No, I don't know. I don't know the. Uh, yeah. It's something strange in my mind. <laughs> Situation is serious. 
All right, all right, all right. Not bad, not bad. All right, dump check. Cut the music. It's so I don't think anyone. You you've been judged your whole life. Now it's your turn, William Hung, to be the judge on a scale of one to ten. What would you get B cell on that one? <laughs> oh no, I I don't want to give a score. Come on, man. He was just having fun. That's my guy. Exactly. Just having fun. Just having fun. Fair enough. That's yeah. the that's the political answer. Um, so yeah, we built a bond over there, Brian. I know. <laughs> I saw you guys talking earlier. Yeah. Don't, don't take any don't kick any crap from Shapiro. That's for sure. So both of these guys to my left are, are as well as myself. We all enjoy playing poker. Uh, William, how have the cards been going for you recently? You played in any tournaments or anything? Uh, not that great. I mean, I made I made a few caches, but nothing nothing big. So yeah. Did you play in the World Series of Poker? No. Will you you think oh, you might well. do that next year? I don't know if I can do that. I I don't mind sharing it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm too, I'm too good at blackjack, yeah. so Caesars don't even want me at uh, play at the casinos anymore. Really? Yeah. Is that yeah. true? I wanted to ask you about that because somebody on my social media. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got distracted there. Uh, somebody on my social media said that you got caught counting cards is that true yes where did this happen tell me the story um i i was i was uh at, playing at paris las vegas uh and uh you know just another day it's not the first time i played there and you know, i won some money from before but one day i just sat down with my friend you know when i when i finished the session win like you know two grand uh the casino manager walked over to me and said that you can't play blackjack anymore it's like, it's like okay i thought it was okay you know, because most most casinos that they don't want me to play blackjack anymore, they would say that, right? Right. And then as I cash out the chips, then they brought in the the whole like security, and and the, <laughs> it was like, oh my goodness. Hold on, I'm just picturing William wow. at the cashier's cage, you know, cashing in a couple grand. Wow. And a, uh, like five or six security guards are on American Idol's William Hung saying, "You gotta get." I'm just picturing that's hilarious. Well, clearly, that's like a TMZ story, right? That there. is. That's yeah, isn't that crazy? Man, you so. Clearly, you're very smart. Well, obviously. Well, who taught you how to count cards? Well, I taught myself. It's like, because it's not rocket science, so you know? You, so, you, what was the minimum bet there? A hundred. So, what, what was your biggest bet in that session? Four hundred. Okay, so they okay. saw you fluctuating bets based on more face cards in the deck. Is that fair to say? That's, uh, yes. That's kind of how you count Yeah, them. yeah, exactly. But you only have like a 1% to 2% advantage if you're counting cards. Yeah, right? so it's not like you have a huge advantage. Exactly. But, yeah, they don't, they don't, they, they, but they, they right, uh, for blackjack, uh, the casinos invest a lot of money in surveillance, so they, they know when you alternate your bets, and they have they have ways to track you and figure you out. So wow, so it's incredible. Do you play? Uh, get a chance to play blackjack anywhere else in Vegas? Or? I, I play in uh, many casinos in Bla uh, Vegas, but uh, let's just say that my my name my name is uh, infamous for blackjack now. Wow, I'm on that I'm, I'm at that blacklist already. Okay. Who would have thought <laughs> William Hung is on the black wow. book for blackjack? He's infamous and famous at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're saying when you're at the blackjack table, you're not singing "She Bang, She Bang." Is that what you're uh, saying? I actually did before when I won. I was trying to make it, make it, make it fun for the staff, make it fun for the dealers. That's what I'm talking about. That's that, a good time for me to do it too. That is that is incredible. That's so, dope. So it's fair to say those that are paying you doing cameos are really backing you at the blackjack table. <laughs> is that fair to say? No, not quite. I mean, I'd have fans all over the place, so not 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 exactly. That is, that is it's incredible. I never knew that about you. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we are here at the Sapphire Pool. Oh, yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, you know who else is having a good time? I don't know if you know my producer. My producer, Rick, uh, it's his birthday today. And Rick, uh, I said, Rick, what should I get you for your birthday uh, last night? And Rick told me there's only one thing I really want, and that is for William Hung to sing happy birthday for me. So, William, is it possible 
And Brian, if you'd like to join in as well, you can. I like Rick, but don't, man. But don't, I'll jump in. But don't, I don't know if you should ruin it for William, though, because I don't want to get him off key here. Uh -huh. uh, so, so Rick, tell everybody, even though you don't have a microphone, that's okay. Uh, how old are you? You haven't turned 40 yet. Okay, so that means he's in his late 30s. Uh, okay, so yeah, I was, uh, we all know you're not 31, Rick. All right, so William, would it be possible, this is a different request now, although I'm sure Cameo, you probably get some requests for birthdays. Is it possible that you can sing Rick Happy Birthday for us? Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. Ready? Right. This is William Hung from American Idol singing Happy Birthday to my producer, Rick Bober. Here we go. Happy birthday to you, Rick. Happy birthday to you, Ricky. Happy birthday to Rick. Rick. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, all right. Hey, and many well done, my man. It's well not. Done. It's not every day well you get done. the American Idol superstar to sing Happy Birthday for you. And by the way, you didn't have to pay the forty dollars. That was free. You got a. <laughs> got a free cameo, man. That's awesome. So, yes, go ahead, Brian. See, when you were talking about cameo, you're talking Did about you just the call cameo. Me no, no. Uh, oh, okay. No, I said C. Please I said don't. C don't when mix you. me up with Chris Wynn. No, man. I said C when you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, when you say uh, cameo, yeah. you're talking about the at cameo where people yeah. can make requests. Yeah, that's right. I'm thinking cameo appearances in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm assuming you've He's done been that. in movies. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you've done that kind of stuff as well, right? Yeah, in the past, yes. Okay. Yeah. Of course he has. Yeah. Of course he has. What's a favorite movie that you've been in or maybe um, a favorite actor or actress that you had a chance to meet and, and work with? Um, I would say uh, one of my favorite actresses would be uh, Nancy Sit. Uh, she's a Hong Kong actress, like veteran. Uh, she could be my mom. That's the, 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 <laughs> you, you, could, you could picture her age and, and uh, you know, ah, okay. all that. Uh, but yeah, but, you know, she, she, she was good, uh, very kind, and uh, I enjoy working with her. That's dope. That is really dope. So okay. a, a lot of men that are here at Sapphire, you know, get a chance to see some beautiful looking ladies. But I would imagine in your heydays with American Idol, you had the opportunity uh, to meet a lot of attractive uh, women uh, in your career. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, sure. Is that it? You're not going to give us any details? No, no, no. <laughs> no details. Well, I mean, I... I, I Come on, I, give me the William Hung. I don't... Your uh, album is called Hung for the Holidays. I, know, I need details, man. I know. <laughs> Come I, on. I, I need details. I, I don't get uh, <laughs> uh, attracted that easily, but when I do, I, I do uh, commit that, uh, you know, my energy. I, I go all in on it, basically. I don't he's, want... Okay, he's, so a good, he's a good man is what he's trying he's to a, tell he's you. He's a super nice guy, and yes. I, I don't want to make him uncomfortable like that Howard Stern interview. <laughs> but I will say this, though. Brian Salmon, happily married man. Yeah. You need, you, you, now, William has been married twice. Okay. I don't think to any fault of his own. Things happen in relationships. No, you know? We get it. We get it. So, Brian, can you look at William Hung and give him some relationship advice? What is the key to a happy marriage? <laughs> relationship advice? Well, what's the key to a happy marriage? You have a beautiful... <laughs> oh, you're very you, you, sweet. You're you very have sweet. A, you have a beautiful, beautiful wife, and you oh, have two beautiful kids. Oh, you're very sweet. William's first marriage didn't quite work out. And I don't think he minds me saying this. He did not sign a prenup. So he lost a lot of money in that oh, marriage. Whoa. Second marriage, he smartened up a little bit. I give him credit for that. Now, I've never been married in there. Brian, did you sign a prenuptial agreement? <laughs> oh, my so God. I didn't have to split the $5 with my wife if, if we got to... But this is William Hung. Everybody knew who this guy was. No, but no, but seriously, that's what, that's that's the one thing. Because your mom, you're very close with your family, obviously. Which yeah. Is, and your mom was your manager for pretty much your whole life, right? Yeah, for a long time. How did she not give you that advice? Well, he's the, the problem is she, she's also uh, she's a good person, but she's you know very traditional thinking, uh, like 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 you know she, in her in her times, like yeah. like the previous generations, 
uh, divorce is very uncommon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's almost like you, you like, like like I I went in with that same expectation, but but it definitely it wasn't a good expect. It was wrong. You know, it wasn't yeah. a good idea. What no, do you learn? You. What do you learn from an experience like that? Like if you meet a beautiful woman, do you not fall for her so fast? Like what? What do you learn in an um, experience? I, I learn about that person's values and their and their vision. Focus more on the the inside instead of just the external beauty. If only women yes, would think about yes, me like absolutely. that. I wish women would think about me like that. I would have a better chance. Don't let this guy fool you, William. This guy, the ladies love this guy over here. Uh, yeah. Once in a while, he plays a self-degrading mode. Once but, in a while, uh, he's the man. He so is if, the man. if you're watching us streaming live and you're listening on K Shop, we are. Uh, you hear some music in the background. You're like, wow, did they change the K Shop studios? No, I wish they did. Uh, right now, we are broadcasting live at the Sapphire Pool. Uh, uh, topless pool that is beautiful women walking by and beautiful men Chris Wynn walking by and you know uh, so there's some beautiful men walking by as well we've got William Hung here from American Idol fame of course so happy that you're here and Brian Salmon my good friend Channel 3 Sports by the way I'm going to brag for a moment the only media member that was at Brian's wedding was me yeah. I'm going to brag about that for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, he had a great wedding, and, and it was a lot of fun. So, William, you don't see party atmosphere, and it's going to get pretty crazy here in a few hours when the drinks start pouring in, but you don't see this everywhere, right? You don't you don't see this type of party atmosphere everywhere. It's just part of no. what, what brings – because early on in your career, Brian, I don't know if you know this, he was offered a lot of money to perform two songs a day. Was it Aladdin? What, what was the casino? I forgot. Planet Hollywood? <laughs> there, there, what were they? They offered you like two hundred. Didn't they offer you like two hundred and fifty grand? Like I forgot. It was, it, they offered you a lot of. It money. was a lot of money. I forgot. What to it get was. up there and sing two songs, uh, you know, like Vanilla Ice gets up there, he sings two songs. And uh, like, it was. It was. It wasn't that simple. <laughs> if oh. that was simple, I would. I would have taken it. But yeah. you didn't oh. want to perform back in the day. You didn't want to perform at clubs. You didn't want to do that stuff, right? Uh, it was a choice because back then I was so busy and booked up. That, that I had to choose the best, the very best ones. So you, do you feel so like you, you? I'm assuming you did like tours around the country. I did. The, I, the I, I did. I mean, like, 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 let's put it this way. At that, at that time, uh, when, when, when I made that choice, like, like performing for nightclub, I will, I, 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 I chose to perform for Microsoft. Okay, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> how much money? How much money wow. do you get for a gig like that? Like, wow. if they call it was you. a lot. It was the maximum I got was like 25 grand. For how long? Gig. How long on stage? Uh, depends. On, depends. For that one, I, I did singing and then I do, I did MC, so it's about an hour. <laughs> Twenty-five grand an wow. hour. That's wow. a lot of money. Yeah. I, I've done some MCing work <laughs> and I've gotten paid. And Brian's done as well, but yeah. I, nothing has no. come even close to that. You performed <laughs> in front of sixty thousand people. Which bowl game was that? Where you performed? It was not a bowl game. It was a Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Uh, yeah. It was, it was an event called Wango Tango. It was like a big concert. Okay. I remember the other headliners were uh, uh, Janet Jackson, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah. You're you're performing at a show oh, with wow. Janet Jack. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Did you get a chance to meet some of these headliners and take pictures? You know uh, Black Eyed Peas I did. Okay. And then Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Ah, okay. They got some good music. Yeah. I, I usually ask celebrities this question. Like, is there somebody that you met in your life that you've always wanted to meet and you had an opportunity to meet them because of who you you are? William Ung from American Idol. Is there somebody you met where you were kind of starstruck? Um, Besides Brian Salmon. <laughs> I, I think the most starstruck was Carrie Underwood. <laughs> really? Carrie Underwood. What is she like? She's a, you know, she's a very genuine, sweet uh, girl. Hey, do you know who this is? This is William Hung from American Idol. Oh, she kept walking. It's all right. I'm, so, I'm trying to hook you up, William. I'm no, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I'm good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just saying she's a very sweet, uh, genuine girl, very right down to earth. Yeah, she's who she's who he is, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear. It, that someone that you met that you kind of looked up to or thought that was really nice 
without meeting them, and you finally meet them, they're actually as cool as you yeah, think yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what people. That's thing. what people say about me all the time. Yeah, uh, no, no question. I hear it all that. the time. All the time. Oh, William. I tell you the the yes. the, 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 the the opposite I, of that. No, no. The, <laughs> the one of the the most starstruck. I forgot to put this out there. It has to be Ricky Martin because yeah, I just didn't think of it. You know. So wow. what does he say to you? Because you became famous from yeah. seeing his song. By the way, is she still banging? It's, it's been a long time. I don't know. Is she still banging? Of course I don't know. she That's is, true. man. She's been doing <laughs> it for years, man. So, yeah. so when you meet Ricky Martin, he knows that you became famous in part because of his song that he wrote. So, like, what does he say to you? Well, he, he said, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's great that you, uh, you, you performed my song. Like, like congratulations. Yeah. That's cool. That nothing, is very cool. Nothing negative like cool. Simon Cowell. No, no, no. Fair he's a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Man. All right. So... Let me ask you this, William. Uh, you've been in Vegas how long now? About, uh, about a year, like like eight months maybe. And you you live alone, right? Yeah. Have you had any luck? You're dating. Have you been dating at all? Or uh, you don't have to give too many details. Uh, not yet. I haven't found the right person yet. You, you okay. Me, what, what part of Vegas? Me you and you both. <laughs> do, you, do you do you like like the part of Vegas that you live in? Yeah, that's right outside of Summerlin, so it's a good area. Okay. Okay. But when you when you um, we're in the middle of your career and, 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 you know, hung for the holidays. Hey, look, my boy Sean Porter just showed up. Hung for the holidays. You, that was a point uh, where I would imagine you had a lot of choices, right? Is uh, that fair to say? Yeah. You had a lot of choices. You were traveling all over the world. Yes. Like, do you feel like maybe you didn't take advantage of that enough? Do you look back on it? No, I just felt that at that time I wasn't ready for, for to, uh, just to settle down yet. So that's yeah. why I didn't, uh, you know, take, take on any relationships at all. Understood. Understood. Well, how do, can you give out the information? Like, if people want to pay for you to be on Cameo, uh, like, how do they do that? How do they uh, go and do that? The easiest way is to uh, go 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 through the app or website Cameo.com. Yeah. Uh, find search my name William yeah. Hong. You can find me there. Gotcha. So we we have a very famous oh, yeah. world champion boxer that's going to be joining us in a couple minutes. And I told oh. I told Showtime Sean Porter. I said. William Hung is going to sing She Bang for like 10 seconds for, for the famous boxer himself, uh, Sean Porter. Sean, you got to pay – tell Sean he's got to pay attention to this. Tell him nobody can distract him because William's going to sing for him. He's going to serenade him. Sean, pay attention. Pay attention. Before, We've got, he, before he yeah. gets into it – oh, there. I know that. We have William Hung from American Idol that's going to sing a little She Bang for Sean Porter. Go ahead. He bangs. He bangs. Oh, baby. When he moves. He moves. I go crazy. <laughs> very nice, very nice. It's William Hung. Man. <laughs> <laughs> William Hung. <laughs> well, William, that's, William, that thank is you. best. You're, great, you're the best. Dude. Seriously, you're a good dude, and I appreciate uh, answering some of the inappropriate questions that I ask. It's I'm sorry, right. it's in my nature. But no, seriously, I appreciate you being here. Please hang out for a little bit, have some drinks, hang out with us, and uh, I know that I'll be interviewing you again very soon. And if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. And uh, appreciate you being here, my man. Uh, thank, thank you very man. much. Thank you. Brian Salmon's going to stick around. Man, Here's what we're going to do. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, the two-time world champion himself, one of the best boxers of my generation, Showtime Sean Porter, going to be joining us next. Take a quick break. Be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHB. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. 
Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client. So please give them a call, 702-248-0554. My J Supreme is the first national three-point contest where the finale ends right here in Las Vegas on Saturday, September 10th at Durango High School. On Championship Saturday, there's going to be $25,000 cash on the line. Winners from across the country will compete for the grand prize. Go watch and support the great cause, which is to raise money for community and gun violence intervention programs. There'll be an interactive fan contest where you can win cash and gift cards. Go to myjsupreme.com for more details. Again, myjsupreme.com. Shopping is always easy with the Radio Shopping Show. Whether it's shopping during any one of our live shows right here on AM 1400 or listening live on the KSHP app, you can always call in at 702-221-7283 to pick up great deals with your favorite host. Or shop 24-7 at KSHP.com. Go to KSHP.com and select Shopper's Guide to browse hundreds of businesses featured on the show. Place your order online and we'll have it shipped right to your front door. With so many possibilities, it's hard not to shop. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you. His relationships with the prosecutors and judges and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. Hey, everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub? And you can be a hero. Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it.
All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Friday. I tell you, there's tougher places to be, I'll say that. We are broadcasting live here at the Sapphire Gentlemen's Club Pool, where there are a lot of beautiful topless ladies. If you're lucky, you might also get a glimpse of Sea Wind with his shirt off today, if you're very, very lucky. But I got uh, some great friends sitting here with me. We just had William Hung from American Idol. That was, that was a lot of fun, by the way. But the guy joining me now, besides Brian Salmon, of course, you know him, Channel 3 Sports. Like I said, he has a face for TV, I have a face for radio. But the guy joining me right now, not only is he one of the nicest guys in the business, he really is, but he's also a two-time world champion, uh, one of the best boxers certainly in my generation. Of course, I'm talking about my man, Showtime, Sean Porter, joining us right now on the show. Showtime, thank you so much for being here, my man. How are you? I thought you were going to say, he's got a face for TV and radio. <laughs> That's what I thought you know, you know. Showtime's a, oh, He's got them both. Uh, yeah, God. Come on now. Showtime didn't get hit in the face very often, but no. a few times. Oh, his face hit. is very much intact. Yeah. Is that I, fair to say? I've been hit. No, but seriously, there's a lot of boxers out there where their faces are just completely gone. I'm trying know? to, I'm trying to, honestly, man, I, I do. I want to set a precedent of... I retired at 34. Everybody says that's early or too young to retire. My thing is, why do I have to do this until I'm 40? Especially yeah. 40, 45. Right. Yeah. Especially if there's other things that I want to do in life. Yeah. Let me take advantage yeah. and do those things that I want to do in life. Sure. And, and I do. I feel like I maximized uh, my time as a professional boxer. And so, you know, to your point, you get a lot of people say, oh, man, you still look good. Oh, man, you still talk good. Here. That's how it's supposed to be. And so now I want to set the president that these fighters should want to look good and want to speak well after right. they're after they're done. Who you know? do you think uh, in your career who hit you the hardest? Everybody. Yeah. Well, like, there had to be one guy that Everybody. Like, well, he hit a little harder than anybody else. Yeah. Can, you, can you name a guy that you think hit harder than anybody else? Because you've, you've fought some great fighters. I tell you what, everybody thinks this is a cop-out. And I always tell them, I say, you never feel it in the moment. You always feel it the day after. Adrenaline? You always feel it the day The body shots are different. Some, somehow, some way, you feel those in the moment. <laughs> right. And some of them will floor you. But the stuff to the head, you never feel it. I mean, I think that it was, it's a highlight of my career, and I'm on a bad side of it, is Errol Spence Jr. catching me with the hook. Yes. Yeah. He catches me with the hook. I mean, they have my eyes clear as day. You can see that I'm gone, but I'm right back. Right. It's a testament to who I am as of a fighter. Course. And of your course. training. But, it, but people want to know, like, that had to have been the hardest punch you've ever taken. Right. I said, well, it looks like it. But <laughs> honestly, I don't You got right up feel anything. Yeah. You were right back at it right after Right back that. at it, yeah. You know, I remember, Sean, the first time I interviewed you, you, you were obviously still fighting because I've known you for a while. And I said, Sean, do you think you can maybe commentate, you know, after you retire? Because I said, Sean, I think you'd be a great commentator. And you said, yeah, that's something I would definitely consider. And now that we're here, I I'm pretty sure I was right. I'm not right about everything, but I was right about you and your commentary yeah. on Fox because I think you're awesome. And I know, Brian, yes. you would agree with that. Absolutely, absolutely. He's so good. I don't remember what year that was that we interviewed. Several years ago, yeah, yeah. But it was before I started with Fox. Right, correct. So I told you that. I started with Fox in 2018. Yep. Yep. A lot of people don't know this. I did my first uh, commentary job on Spike TV in 2015. Spike. Spike TV. Yeah, that's a throwback. That's a throwback. <laughs> it's when, when, so when PBC uh, initially launched. They were on Spike? We had Spike. We had NBC. We had a, uh, f uh, CBS. Uh, we had a number of channels. Well, I didn't know that. And Spike, yeah. we there was consistent fighting on spike okay right. and uh antonio tarver was the was the oh, was wow. the, fought? was the uh, announcer so he had a fight 
and they chose me to come in and fill in for him right. on that spike job. Ah. So way back then in 2015, I said, oh, man, I can't wait. You got wait. that itch, huh? I can't wait. You're so, so good. So when you asked me about it, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's something I could get into. I didn't want people to feel like I'm more interested in yeah. something other could than Could this fighting. be like a George Foreman situation where we could be sitting here 20 years from now and you're still commentating? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love boxing. It's Absolutely. your passion. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm setting up some things uh, so that uh, that is. That will so, happen. Yeah. When are we going to get the Sean Porter grill, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you asked me about that, didn't you? <laughs> what? I want the Sean Porter grill. It'll probably be less greasy. Portaway It'll be more podcast. healthy. You got the Porterway podcast. We can't. The podcast is incredible, yeah, by the way. Know, let's one thing at a time. He's got such an amazing podcast. You know, <laughs> oh, no, I've so, listened to it a ton. So, yeah. I listen to it a ton. But yeah. they don't always just talk about boxing. You know, they, they, they talk about other things outside the realm of boxing, which I love. I know you're a big Cleveland sports fan. We're don't launch- worry. We, we, we're launching our Patreon this weekend. Oh, cool. Also, our 100th episode. Oh, this, congratulations. Let's right. make sure we communicate because I want you to come. I would love to I be want, there. I know you I do. would love I, to be there. And I want you to be there. Wouldn't for miss that. it for the world. Um, we're launching it on mm. Patreon. And so what what I learned through the 100th episodes of the podcast was yeah. when you touch on something other than boxing, yeah. it's, you have to be sparing with it. Yeah. Because if you do too much, the, the, the viewership on that episode isn't very high. Right. And so I said, you know what? We're going to start our Patreon. Ah, we'll still give I you guys it. the Portaway Podcast episode, which is boxing. Yeah. But then yep. we're going to do the Patreon. And anybody who likes the fun stuff that we do on the show, yeah. you like the other stuff, the the, the sport, other sports that we talk right. on, all that, we're going to do whatever we want to do on Patreon. So, And every episode is yeah. going to be live. I love so, it. So the, so the uh, viewers can always yeah. chime in, and we'll talk right back to them in the moment. So speaking of outside the box when it comes to sports, we all know you're, you're a big Cleveland sports fan, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about oh, the quarterback. Shit. I got I got to do it. I know. I got to do it. Deshaun Watson, I have to ask you about his situation. Uh, so the guy now has been suspended 11 games. I tend to agree with, with the suspension of 11 games. Uh, if it was any less than that, I probably wouldn't agree with it. What are your thoughts on that whole situation, and how did, how does that organization deal with this? I don't know his situation. Yeah, I don't know much of the details. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I just kind of look at what's been said mm-hmm. about about the situation right. and about the Browns and the organization and what they should have done and what they, what they should not have done. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, now being maybe some months or now away from their initial signing of Deshaun Watson and learning that everyone knew what was going on and knew his situation and they should have never brought him on. Now I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have brought him on. Mistake. That's months past yeah. the situation now and, and understanding that everybody understands where, where he was headed and what he had put himself, the, the but position. Sean, like you've into. always stayed out of trouble, right? Yeah. You've always been a role model to your kids, yeah. to anybody who's a boxing fan. Yeah. And, and I've always appreciated that about you. And listen, you're not alone. There's a lot of great people in the world of sports that stay out of LeBron James, a perfect example, yeah. right? Cleveland guy. Yeah. People can say what they want about LeBron James. And listen, yeah. I've had some criticisms of some of the things he said. Yeah. But let's be honest. He's a good father. He's yeah. a good husband. He, he's, he gets that school going in Ohio. Yeah. He's a hero for what he's done. Yeah. And he's a good man, and he stays out of trouble. Just yeah. signed so, for $97 million. Yes, but what, that's true. It's a lot of money. But what would you say to some of these? I know you're not in their shoes, and I don't want you to speak for them. But some of these professional athletes, and luckily it's not a huge proportion of them. But the NFL has a problem. They have a problem with domestic. Violence. At the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah. So no, I have not done the things that some of these have do- guys have done, and no, I'm not into right. some of the things. I don't drink. I'm small. All those types of things. You don't drink at all. No. Smart. But yeah. But I'm a human. 
So at some capacity, I have to be able to understand what he's going through or what they've gone through. And the best advice you can give someone is the best advice that probably my dad has ever given me. We, we would do something and we learned that the, the easy cop out was to tell my dad, oh, I didn't think. Before, uh, before I did something, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Oh, why'd you, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? I didn't think about it. And so the way, that, the, the way he crushed that. Mm-hmm. Excuse, which is all it was. Yeah, of course. Yeah, was stop telling me you didn't think about it. Take a second and think about what you're gonna do, right. and consider all of the consequences for your actions, yeah. and then make make then make your decision. That'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. Keep you out a lot of trouble. You come from a, a great family, trouble. great parents that obviously raised you the right way. Yeah. Would you say that a part of the problem, and I'm not making this as an excuse for their behavior, is maybe they weren't raised right. Is that a possibility? Because your your father was obviously so huge in, in your life, right? We all we. You drink, right? Very rarely. I'm not a big, and neither does Brian. He drinks about as much as I do. Not I don't very drink often. at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink at all. Once I, in a blue moon, if I'm out with a girl, and I'll yeah. have a shot or something. But I don't like alcohol very much. Yeah. No. I mean, um, I don't want to. I don't want to take shots at someone's upbringing. Right. But we we do have to understand that we are a product of our environment. Sure. So at some sure. capacity. I mean, I would have to say, yeah, the answer to your question is yes. Understood. Yeah, yeah. understood. Let's get off of this one, right. man. I, I came here for fun, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what the funny thing is? bringing me down. Sean Porter, last time he was in the studio, he was like, Brian, you always get me in trouble. I hate you. Yeah. I'm not trying to get Sean in trouble. I, let's, I don't, let's, let's talk, talk, about, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, one time since I've been here, like, <laughs> All right, very, very first right. sentence you want to talk about fun? You know what I mean? Like, you you want to talk about fun? All right, let's talk about fun. What do you think about the atmosphere here at South Bar? Uh, you're, you're married. Right? <laughs> <Is that> fun? <laughs> See, there it goes again. <laughs> I can't help myself. But don't you love Vegas, though? I mean, I love this city. <laughs> I just got wet. Get out uh, that's here. What I'm talking about. I, I, love, I love this city. Yeah, how, I, how about we let Brian take, the, or take over the interview from now on? All right. Sean, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How much, how much do you prefer doing the podcast as opposed to being on television? Because to me, Ooh, it seems like question. doing the podcast, you're allowed to be yourself and to just talk and have a good time. That's this a good weekend's show is going to be a little bit more like fight atmosphere on fight night. Okay. It's going to have to be a little bit more clean Okay. and about everything because we got a few guests. Uh, we got Terrence Crawford coming. Ooh. He's, uh, is he coming too? He's coming into town. TC. Today. Oh. He'll, be, he'll be on the stage with us. That's what I'm talking about. Max Crosby is supposed to make oh, I love an Crosby. appearance. Max is one of my he's one of my yeah. guys. He's one of the, I've met him a couple of times. We both dude. do our things right there at Blue, at Blue I Wire. See, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. And, um, oh, uh, Sean Merriman. I've had him on the show as well. Sean's we'll a good, well. he's good people. Good people. He's really good people. Good people. He's got a cool I met name. Him at Fox. Yeah, yeah. Lights out. Yeah. <laughs> I, met, I met him at, at Fox as well. So, that's cool. Um, we want to be a little cleaner, but I do, I really, I like Fight Night because it's on the moment. It is yes. live. Yes. And no mistakes allowed. And that kind of that's probably the closest I get to being in the boxing yeah. ring yeah. at this point. So I really like I really like fighting that. However, you get to be yourself on the podcast, and if you go an hour thirty, you go an hour thirty. Exactly, them, exactly. Know? I love it. Exactly. So we got to take a quick break. Sean, stick around for one more segment, and I promise I'll ask you uh, good questions. I promise you. <laughs> right, we'll take a quick right. break. My man, uh, Sean Porter, two-time uh, world champion boxer, <laughs> and of course Brian Salmon, Channel Three Sports, joining us. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing Limits right here on KSHP. Hard. We have a lot of distractions here. At the Sapphire Gentlemen's Club pool. I, I think somebody. I thought that was you that said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a few distractions. Is that you? Listen, listen, we got Chris Wynn. Oh. 
workouts. Like somebody said, we're we got loud. Chris Wynn standing here. He, he, you know, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of distractions here. But uh, we're broadcasting live from the Sapphire Pool. It's so awesome. Please check it out. Great food, great atmosphere, great view, great people. Uh, I'm not going to say anything bad about this place because we're having a lot of fun. I got Brian Salmon from Channel 3 Sports joining us. And of course, my man, two-time world champ, Sean Porter. I uh, love having him on. He's always one of my favorite guests. Sean, thank you so much for being here. We were just talking a little bit off the air about your podcast and the great guests you have on. Yeah. And uh, I heard a rumor that Crawford's coming to town. Yeah. Is that true? Well, you know what? First of all, I'm just wondering if I can get away with this. You got this one little thing. <laughs> you should see the setup at my house. Oh, that the podcast. You yeah, got like four different cameras. Yeah. And you have Sean Porter. And then I up. come here and you got this. <laughs> but Sean. And it's working for you. <laughs> You have Sean Porter money, though. I, yeah, but look at this investment. It's so little. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's working. What, hey, that's hey, what hey. women say at the end size, of my day. Size doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's another story. <laughs> that's another story for another show. Ask them over there. <laughs> Sean, who is the one? Bo- I think I know the answer to this, but who is the one boxer you wish you got in the ring with in your prime? Would it be Floyd Mayweather? Uh, no. Who would it be? You probably you. you I, That's actually a good Timothy question. Timothy Bradley, actually. Really? Yeah. Over Floyd Mayweather. It's weird. I'm 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 more about competition. He, I watch him when he I fought am. Pacquiao, right? Like my, my legacy yeah. isn't money. How much money I made is not going to be a part of my legacy. So can I ask you that? I, I appreciate that. And there's that. no no disrespect to knock on anybody Understood. else. But but why then? What was it about Bradley that makes you say, "Man, I wish I fought him." He was a dog. I watched his fight when he fought Provotnikov. Mm-hmm. That was a great fight. And and he actually told me, he said, I fought, no, I was knocked out. Uh, mm. A lot of that fight, I, suffer, I suffered a concussion, blah, 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 blah. But at that point in time when I had watched his fight, and at that point in time I didn't know him. Okay. I don't even think we had shaken hands before yeah. Yeah. Okay. at that point. But I'm watching the fight, and nobody knows your thoughts. And I'm going to tell you guys my thoughts. I'm watching this fight, and I'm watching the way that he fought. And I said... From now on, that's how I fight. Wow, that is so cool. You're watching, and you're Sean Porter, and you're watching this guy, and you're like, okay, this is what I need to change. So whenever you guys see Sean's that's the so dog, cool. and Sean never gave up, Anyone? Sean gave him gave everybody their hard, hardest fight, Right. he set the bar. Do you feel like in other cross sports, you there are current that. athletes, like whether NFL or NBA, that I'm not talking about athletes that retired. I'm talking about athletes that they watch film on, and they say, I want to be more like that. Absolutely. That happens a lot in other Absolutely. sports. Absolutely. I find that so interesting. Al- said, uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, I think he said ton, oh, yeah. ton, tons of times yeah. that Michael Vick was the bar for him. You know what I love about Absolutely. that? Because you're yeah. taking ego out of it. You're yeah. saying, listen, this guy does this better than me. Yeah. He doesn't do everything better than you, but he does this, this, and this, but maybe better than you. Or this someone is, you want to emulate I love well. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, and I, I had been like that my, my whole life, so... I remember my dad, I had my first cut. We're in the back room, and I won the fight after my first cut and all that. My dad's like, he's giddy. Like, uh-huh. my son, yeah, he got cut, and he didn't, he didn't blink an eye. He didn't stop. He didn't this. He didn't do that. Yeah. And I remember, like, my mind in the moment, I remember watching a fight. Two guys had cuts. I don't remember what fight it was, uh-huh. but I remember one guy, he just kept, kept doing this. He kept doing it. Then uh-huh. the other guy, he just kept fighting. Yeah. He didn't care. Uh-huh. And I, I pulled from that. I said, if I, I ever get that. cut. You I can't it. care about it. You what? can't. You can't pay attention to it. Sean, you know why do you think Floyd never really wanted to get into the ring with you? Why do you think that is? I watched some highlights of him and Maidana the other night. Just, just I was quick, at that fight. Quick highlights of yep. him and Maidana. Okay. Yep. And I would have been Maidana with with no disrespect to him, but some some real like some like my skill More skill are superior to Maidana. And that's there's not no yeah. knock on Maidana. But yeah. I would have been Maidana, a Maidana type yeah. with more finesse yeah. and more skill. Right. And I think my I think Mayweather knew that's that fair. that, that would have been 
So, Sean, we all agree Floyd's going to go down as one of the best defensive fighters of all time, yeah. probably one of the best self-promoters of all time. Yeah. Too. Nobody will ever take that away from him. Yeah. With that being said, do you feel like there were a few fighters? I don't want to use the term dodge, but, you know, listen, we all know. And, listen, I put blame on Pacquiao as well. <laughs> that fight should have happened years before it happened. Can we yeah. all agree on that? Yeah, that yeah. fight should have happened years before it Why? happened. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, I think that um, Floyd, he, 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 Floyd's just in a different. He he he's just different. And I had this. I literally had this conversation with somebody last night. I said for a long time I hated on Floyd. I felt like I want. I felt like I knew what a champion should be, and I didn't think he was the best example of a champion. And so I tried to be completely the opposite of what Floyd was. Right. I said, but then I had a fight and I got my paycheck, and I realized <laughs> I got the check that I got. Because of Floyd. Yep. And I said, I said, wow, I got to stop hating on this guy. Like I got what I got because of him. Of course, yeah. And you have to. He raised. Like he raised. Raised it. And think but, about when he left top rank, and yeah. then his next three fights, he yeah. made yeah. more yep. than he made the entire time yep. he was with yeah. top yeah. rank. But Showtime, yeah. was there a fight in your career where there were some people around you that managed you that said, no, we don't want you to fight this guy now for whatever reason, but you said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. You see, you see the uh, it, Terrence Crawford ended up being that guy, but you see the business. Uh, of the sport and that's frustrating how sometimes they try to keep a fighter safe or how sometimes they try to find a different matchup for that fighter so on and so forth and i remember like i had the conversation it's got to be terrence it's got to be crawford and, and they didn't want you to fight him there there were the first con the first conversations were let's get somebody else let's get more money let's do this let's do that and I said, no, it's got to be him. It's, it's just it's got to be you, him. You're built different. Yeah. You're built different, man, because here's what I knew. Go, go ahead, finish your thoughts. Oh, I was going to say, you no, no, you go, go, go ahead, go ahead. Here's what I knew. I, and here's what I know. I know that Floyd Mayweather made whatever money he made, and I made whatever money I made. I know that I'm going to make two times, three times as much money as I made outside of the ring. And so my goal was never to be the it of boxing my goal was never to make this absorbent amount of money that people just can't fathom can i ask you about that because for somebody like you and i have so much respect for that answer because money wasn't your priority you're just a you're just a boxer man you know you're a competitor yeah. what do you make of some of these fights that are exhibition fights like the conor mcgregor floyd mayweather type yeah, of fight is what it is man um they are taking advantage of the day and age that we're in you know um you think about this my sons are four and two years old. By the time they are teenagers, that's going to be a norm for them. Exhibitions are yeah, going to be a norm for them. Yeah. Uh, media posting and all that kind of stuff is a norm. YouTube, people, all that kind of stuff. Is it bad for the making, sport, though, Sean? Uh, to a degree. It's bad for the sport because this sport should be like the other sports. You can't just walk on the NFL football field and sign up and play on the football team. You're going to get cracked, and you're going to find out <laughs> What it's what it what what it really is. They got real professional. And so, at some capacity, you do have to maintain the uh, the the originality of of the sport. You know? I understand that, and I know you're not a money guy. With that being said, if somebody I, came I, to I you, I am, and I and I, I am, and I ain't. It's a business. I get yeah. that, but that I wasn't your top priority. <laughs> yeah. But if, if Conor McGregor's people came up to you, I'm just putting a hypothetical out there. Hey, Sean, here's $25 million. Can we do an exhibition with – I mean, is I that mean, something you would even entertain? You you may see Sean Porter in the ring sparring. Yeah. And that's that's sparring to help another fighter. Uh, I'm not going to get in the ring to spar to make money. Yeah. We're not, Explain I'm never, why. I'm never going to sell tickets 
for me to get in the ring with somebody and box. That's just not what I do anymore. That's not what I'm about anymore. Because I feel like in this era, That's there's cool. not a lot of it people like you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people where, I hate to say it, but all they care about is the money. I sparred Xander uh, Zayas. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh, in 2021? So a couple yeah. years ago? Yeah, just, just last year. Early early part of last year. Okay. I sparred with How him. nice okay. is it, though, to not, I mean, you're still in obviously impeccable shape, but how, how nice is it, though, to not have to worry about your weight all the time? Yeah. That's got to feel good. <laughs> it's a struggle, man. It, people like you guys don't know that, like. You see a lot of fighters now talking about mental health, and you may we may not know what that direct what the direct cause of their mental health is, but I'll tell you guys based on my own experience, there's a lot of stress trying to go somewhere and do an interview, and there's food going by and you're hungry, <laughs> and there's right. drinks going by and you haven't drank yeah. anything, and it's hot out here, and all you want is a bottle of water, but you know what this bottle of water is going to do to you, yeah. and what you're going to have to do because you drank this bottle of water. Did you have a night where it's true you, stress. you had yeah. to be in the steam had room nights, or sauna for I had, like 10 I had hours. nights where I couldn't sleep I oh my gosh. because I couldn't stop thinking about a freaking cookie. And eventually, I got up and went to the to the store and got my cookie. I'm, I'm gonna have to I run. Said, What's it. the most yeah. amount of weight you had to lose, like in several days? Do you recall? I took yeah. care of it. Yeah, I always took care of it. Yeah, you always made weight. I always mean, because there's a lot of people that thing. talk about that, Brian. Right, where it's unhealthy. Now he took yeah. care of it, but there's some guys that maybe put things off, and then three, four days before there's the fight, you got to lose a number of pounds. A lot of That's bad for your heart. Fighting in the wrong division, right? Wrong weight class because yeah. they want every every advantage. Because that's what the sport has taught them to this point. If we can get you to get, if we can get you to 35, that's a money division. Mm -hmm. Now you're struggling. If we can get you to 47, yeah. but you should be fighting at 60. Sure. I mean, you started at what 170? I started at 60. I started at 154. Was really where I started. My my first fight was at was contracted uh, at 54. Did amateurs though you fought? I did amateurs at 165. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Two fighters, Sean. And here's here's what I'm sorry, cut you off real yep, quick. That's all right. Here's what's interesting. People say, they look at me and say, "Man, you look good. What you been doing?" Yeah. I said, "Man, I, I have everything now that you guys didn't know I had. Yeah. Mm. I had to cut muscle to get to 47. Of course, that's incredible. So it's like now yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable at the weight that I'm at now, and I, I do know I need to lose some weight right now before the, the uh, movie stop, cameras come stop, on. Stop, stop, <laughs> I want to see you in a movie. Two fighters that you would pay. An, uh, an enormous amount of money to see fight dead or alive right now in the ring. Uh, Marvin, Mar Marvelous Marvin Hagler. That was my guy. Um, Love Marvin Hagler, man. Um, that was my guy. Uh, and who else would I pay? Oh, who would you put him yeah. against? Oh, who would I put him against? Yeah, one fight that you'd want to see right now, dead or alive. You know, a well, dream fight for you. Not him, but I, I'd want to see, I, of course, want to see Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Of course. Have we'll you ever met Muhammad him? Ali. No. You never you met never, Muhammad Ali. Watch, watch Even the, I met Muhammad Ali, and I'm an idiot that does a radio show. <laughs> wow. Watch the man walk into the room. The MGM Grand. It was a fight. It was a Mayweather fight. Yep. I remember who, who it was. He walked in. Everybody stands up, starts applauding. Wow. And you're, I was in the rafters back then. Had no clue wow. why everybody was standing up applauding. And then slowly but surely, the entire arena wow. stands up and applauds. That's incredible. It's only happened twice to me. Applauded him until he got to his seat. Wow. No problem. Sean, does it bother you? To seat. Hold yeah. on a second. Sorry. Go Once ahead. he gets to a seat, yep. he sits down. Everybody else, a little more, and then we sit down. Yeah. I've only seen that one other time. Who do you think it was? President. Well, you're talking about fighter. At a, at a boxing match. Oh, at a boxing match. You're talking match. about a fighter? At a boxing match. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I believe that. The only other time yep. 
somebody walked into the room and everybody stopped whatever they were doing. Mike Tyson's him. a guy that gets upset yeah. when, when these some of these younger millennial fighters say that oh, ba- in my heyday I could I could beat Muhammad Ali in his prime. <laughs> you know, and, and I know that, that's the that's First kind of disrespectful. What do you make of yeah. that? Because I, I find it disrespectful. It. Yeah, he should just laugh at it. And um, yeah, it's disrespectful. Um, I really don't think that any of us today hold a candle to anybody who fought in the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. You know? It was different, right? For me, I, I, and I'll be honest, I do think that I would have challenged Floyd Mayweather, but I, I don't think I would have challenged Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh, what a great fighter I don't he think was. I, oh. cha- I don't think I would have challenged mm. uh, uh, Durant? Tommy Hearns, Robert, Roberto Duran. Tommy Hearns. All of those old school Ooh. fighters, they're, they're just a different breed of human being <laughs> that none of us could hold a candle to. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And even the heavyweight division. Every then, heavyweight oh. who's a champion now. Oh, man. Three rounds tops. I was talking to Hasim Rahman the other Bo. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three, ra- three rounds tops uh, against Bo. Riddick Bo. Bo was incredible. Tyson Fury. Evander Mike Holyfield. make the distance. Mike Tyson. How about, how about yeah. against Larry Holmes? Mm. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> What did you make of the images? And, you know, Mike Tyson just did it. And I, I, seen I love Mike Tyson, by the way. I love this guy. I've always loved him. What do you make of the images of him, like, in a wheelchair? And then, uh, he, did a, he did a podcast a few weeks ago, and he said, I think my time might be coming. Who? Mike Tyson was in a wheelchair the other day. Uh, I, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was yeah. on TMZ. And, and it's this guy. He's always starting trouble. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm just saying he didn't look good. And, and I love Mike Tyson. And then he did a podcast a few weeks ago, and people were speculating because he said, I feel like my time is coming. And I'm like, whoa. Well, Mike's a, he's, a really, he's a really real guy. And I think maybe he may be, you know, mentally struggling with whatever it is going on. I think so. he's doing... Uh, from what I thought, he's doing really well. He's a happily married man. He's got kids. And, yeah. And he, financially, I think he's doing a lot better now. And he's made he's some great with with his, me. I'll, I'll talk podcast. to him. I'll, podcast, yeah, I'll talk to him. I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'll talk you know, to him. what do you make of Mike Tyson in his heyday, you know, after the custom auto had passed away? Uh, the rage that he had in the ring. Uh, yeah. People were just, I don't use this term with boxers very often, but a lot of boxers that faced him were genuinely afraid of afraid. him, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. see that a lot today, yeah. right? They were scared of yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, you've already won the fight before the fight starts. A lot of your people, opponent is afraid of you. A lot of people are afraid of Deontay Wilder. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people were intimidated by Sean Porter. Yeah. There is a difference. Everyone was afraid. Genuinely afraid yeah. of Mike Tyson. What did you make of that uh, Wilder uh, Fury fight? Uh, the fight at the T-Mobile. Trilogy, huh? I thought it was one of the better heavyweight fights I've ever, ever. seen in person. Yeah. Ever. I thought great. it was phenomenal ever. fight. It's hard to have fights like that. Could right? not. Um, um, I could not believe it while it was happening. I literally just looked at that. Both fight fighters on my phone went down. Recently, yeah. yeah. Where he knocked. Where uh, Wilder knocked him down twice yeah. in that one. That's round. a real fight. Yeah. yeah. That's to a, a historian. Fight. That's a real. That's a fight. real. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like we have a lot of fights uh-uh. like that today. Why uh-uh. is that? Yeah, the bigger this weekend. There's the bar. The, that's the bar. The bar is everyone should be fighting like both those guys fought. Mm-hmm. Of course, use your style and your technique, but there is this. There's there's a component that's missing now, and I had that component where I. It was like, ne- never stop. Don't yeah. stop. You know, and you just have to have that mentality. Guys you, don't have that mentality. Did you now. notice, because I know boxing, it's not just a, a great sport, but it's an, it's a big event, right? You have all the celebrities, front yeah. row, yeah. a lot of big names right? your fights. Yeah. Obviously, I know you were the ultimate professional, and you were just focused on the task at hand. But with that being <laughs> yeah. said, did you notice? <laughs> did you notice people? Like, did you notice people in the crowd? 
Like, oh, as man. you're getting into the ring, did, did you ever turn around and say, oh, that's cool. He's <laughs> there. She's there. On the Bernard Hopkins undercard. Yep. I get in the ring, and I was the first fight on TV. So it was it was fight, co-main, mm -hmm. main. I was the first fight on TV. And I get in the ring to do my normal thing. And as I'm doing my thing, I lock eyes with Sugar Shane Mosley. Oh! And who's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. And, and, He's a cool and, dude, And even too. back then where, where I was trying to grow and learn things from, from everybody that I felt I should be watching. Yeah. I was watching him religiously. So I get in the ring and I, we lock eyes. And in my head, I said, oh, my God, Sugar Shane Mosley said this on me. <laughs> in retrospect, he was there to see Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> But for me, it gave me that energy. He was to, still watching you. It took yeah. me to a whole nother level. Still That's watching. so cool. And then after that was He's when I realized, guy, like, the they have to yeah. come back and watch us. Yeah. yeah. Love you interviewing him. Yeah. One big question I had to ask you is when you – did you ever get a chance to meet Timothy Bradley and tell him the story that you told us? What, what was his reaction to that? First thing I said the first time I met him, I said uh, we, sh we shook hands. And we were, we were actually in a meeting with ESPN. Okay. To, it was the first – uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight. So they brought all of the analysts together so that we could talk about the fight and all that. Sat right next to him. Dre's on this side, Ward. And I said, I leaned into him. I said, hey, man, I got something I got to tell you. So don't make sure we don't we don't leave without me telling you. Oh, yeah, cool. No problem. Bop, 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 bop. And I said, yo, I got to tell you this. I, I told him the story. And I, a little bit more detail, of course. Yeah. And I said, man, listen. I said, you changed me as a fighter. And then he told me, he, he, you know, thank you. I didn't know, da, 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 da. And he said, man, I, that, that fight took some years away from me. And, you know, so he, he's got some hard feelings about that fight specifically because he knew he did things that he shouldn't have done yeah, yeah. In, in that fight. He's know? talked so, about it a lot since that fight, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was literally knocked out. I mean, he yeah. you could see him. I and mean, he was yeah. getting hit with just crazy Timothy shots. Bradley. Have you had him on your podcast? Not yet. That'd be really cool not if you guys shared that yeah, on your yet. podcast. A lot not of people yet. would be interested yeah. in hearing that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's talk a little bit about Vegas. I don't know. Have you had a chance to go to a Raiders game yet? No, I was wondering that as well. I'm going this year. I've been yet. Are they, they playing Cleveland? Cleveland? Are they playing Cleveland or they're no? Not playing Cleveland at all this at year. Home. Oh, you don't want to play Cleveland anymore, though, because every time they play them. <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. They're 16 season. There's nothing you can say to me right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I guess man. that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you can say to me right now. How about the 16 Have you been to a nice game? I haven't been to a nice game either. Really? really? Not yet. Not yet. Or Aces. Not yet. I'm Don't surprised. get it twisted. Floyd I love Vegas. Floyd was there. Yeah, I just like haven't been able to Bring your family to an Aces game. There's so much yeah. fun. I haven't been able to get Floyd it. Floyd was there the other day sitting next to Bark Davis. I'm sure. They're the Mark. playoffs now, right? Yeah. yeah I'll go. Yeah. They played tomorrow. You had to make the playoffs They're for me fun. to get there. but The whole Phoenix Suns team was there last week. It was it was yeah, it was unbelievable. That's Devin Booker. He took pictures. CP3. Booker was there. How about this? LeBron James has been to games. Bill Russell's been to an Aces game. He was at Aces game like a couple years are ago. Are you are you guys attacking me? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just let me know that it's something that I should no, do. We're hey, just selling the aces. The yeah, last, them, not to bring things them. down, but the last time I saw Kobe Bryant in person, uh, and you did too, was he was with his daughter, his beautiful daughter Gigi. Yeah. Was an aces game. Wow. Because he, 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 he would, yeah. yeah, he would always take his daughter, and that's what I love about aces games. Yeah. You bring the family, you bring your kids. Yeah, you and can't it, do that to every, everything. You know? exactly. exactly. You can't take your, your kids to every boxing event. What do you make of some of these professional sporting events where fans are getting kicked out for saying just the worst things get them to out athletes. Of there. Get them out of they there. need to be. I mean, I would, I would get have. Them out of there. I agree with you. Uh, do yeah. you think that they haven't policed People enough? People forget that we're human beings, right? Because of, because we're iconic, right? People don't understand that, yes. that they don't understand. Like you have to separate the iconic part of the human or that person and 
the fact that that person is just a human as well. So because you wouldn't do that on the street. You wouldn't do that on the street. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, though. I agree with and you. And if you do, it's coming right. A uh, laugh is coming right after, and a goddamn hug is coming right after. Yeah. Because you I, want to protect yourself. Obviously, I agree with you. Uh, anything racial or swearing, threats, family, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Ru uh, Russell Westbrook didn't have the best year in L.A. I think we all could agree. I don't think he's a bad guy. If fans call him West Brick, <laughs> me personally, you pay to see – that's not a threat. You're not yeah. swearing. I think yeah. you have a right to do that. Or yeah. it's like saying, Westbrook, you suck. I think you start there in terms of the, the venues. Start there with banning certain... Uh, right. You're okay with that, certain, though, right? Certain language, yeah. That's okay, right? Certain language. He made it like it was the worst thing uh, in the world. Physical gestures and exactly. things like that. Right. Exactly. You got to start there, you know? But he yeah. made it. He actually held a press conference, and he said that word was affecting his family life, that his kids were called Westbrook in school. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, first of all, you're making, what, 25, 30 million a year. It doesn't mean you should be disrespected as far as swearing or, or anything of that nature. We agree. My wife uh, would get mad at me for not posting my sons on my social media. You don't say, do that. Yeah. It's not, that's, not what, that's not what that is. So we, we, she's mad at me, mad at me. One day, we, we, I finally I shot back at her. Uh -huh. I said, listen, I refuse because, you know, a thing about me was I was a headbutter. I said I refuse oh. for my, somebody to see my sons. On, on social media right. and say future headbutters or anything like that. I said, guess what? I, I've never commanded that type of energy. Yeah. Right. Nobody's yeah. ever been this. Because you're a nice dude me. to everybody, man. You're what? Like nicest guy in the world. And I said, <laughs> I said and so I said, yeah. but I'm yeah. not going to give anybody the chance, the opportunity. I, I said, because you can say whatever you want to say to me, but the first time you say it about one of my sons, I'm on another level. A, yeah. I, I actually don't give a damn what you yeah. say about me. That's yes. your family. That's but if different. I know, if I I know you're being serious about my sons, I agree. Somebody's getting hurt. Yeah, I don't want my kids jail, on social media and I'll be, either. I'll be in jail just like this. Yeah, because yeah. it's that serious to me. I understand you know? that. I understand that. With that being said, you being a pretty calm and collected and professional guy in your career now, but I wanted to ask you the weigh-ins that you've had over the course of your career. Was there ever a moment that was so real that you said to yourself, "Wow, we might actually throw." Was there a moment uh -uh. where not one? Uh uh, no. Because there's a lot of fights. Do you feel professional for that? Do you feel like some of these fights where you see this stuff, some of it is staged at all? There were uh, just going back to Xander Zayas the other day. He and his opponent, they did not turn. They're grabbing their arms and all right. that. They're not turning. Right. It's never, it's never staged. But every now and then, you get a knucklehead that feels like he wants to kind of make sure that there's a show. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of jabber jack, you know, back and forth, you know what I mean? I feel like it happens more in the UFC these days. Does it? Yeah. Are you a UFC fan? Hey, those face-offs are crazy. Like, yeah. they, yeah. they're like, they're face off <laughs> like this. You, can't, you can't do a boxing face-off like this. It's too serious. Yeah, folks, it's too close. Yeah. We're too close. Do you like the UFC? Are you a UFC fan? I'm not, I've never really watched the UFC. I've never yeah. been to a UFC show, uh, tournament either. Fight I, I'm either. not a big UFC guy because maybe I just don't appreciate the ground game yeah. as much as others. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I've always loved boxing more. I don't yeah. not like it. I just haven't yeah. been to an Aces game yet. Wow. I just haven't been to <laughs> You've been in Vegas this for a minute, game. too. Yeah. What do you do with Come your on, family? Aces ain't been here for a minute. It'd be different if they've been here for a minute. Yeah. Couple, was this year four for them? Yeah. 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 But I'm surprised you haven't been to a Raiders game. That actually surprised me. But, I know, you uh, like, but well, I know you like basketball, though. That's why. This is, we're one year away from, from the pandemic now. Yeah. So... You don't drink. They're offering shots here, but I don't, I'm not drinking either. No shot. B-Sal, do you want a shot? Do you have any chocolate chip cookies? He would love a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> we're going to get him a... He's got to make weight, weight though. You know, so well, I've never had yeah. a shot in my life. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, I want to know a little. Big tell me before I before we let you go. And by the way, I appreciate. I'm going to get cookies when I leave here. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a rat. Where yeah, would you go to get? Where would you Where would you go? What would be your spot for chocolate chip cookies? In uh, I mean, honestly, I really like Grandma's chocolate chip cookies. They're soft. They're old school. They're soft. They're old school. Right yeah. there. I walked into the store to get some yesterday. I said, "Damn, they used to be fifty cent." I know, I know that they're a dollar now, but uh, as yeah. I was getting out of my car, I was like, dang, all this money I got now. <laughs> and back in the day, I'd have been, I'd have been like just living life on 50 uh, cent of, yeah. cookies. No, so you've always I get been, the peanut butter. You're a smart guy. Got the, I get chocolate chip was my guy. Now, see, now you got to do this. You never probably never did this. No. Chocolate chip on top of a peanut butter. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I'm I love a fat boy at heart. I'm I love a fat boy at heart. I love peanut butter. Yeah, 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 it really shows. Uh, I love peanut butter. I eat it. I eat it right out of the jar. Chocolate You've always been a, a great businessman. You're smart with your money. Yeah. Why is it you think that there are a lot, you know, a lot of athletes out there that let's just be honest, they're they're, they're not very good with their money. They it's, end up broke. It's turning over. Yeah. It's turning over. Guys are more educated now, and and people are understanding that we need to educate these fighters or athletes in general, or they're going to lose everything. So it's turning over. Right. Uh, but I think, especially when I turned pro, I turned pro in 08. It was not a thing in boxing, but my dad took care of me. My dad knew that we needed to get a CPA and somebody to help us manage the money. And and I'm I'm very grateful for what my dad did. But not a lot of fighters have that, you know. So your dad's um, good people. It's starting, to, it's starting to turn over. Do your kids realize how, what a legend their father is? Like, do they ever talk to you about your career? And do they ask you questions? Like, is that weird for for your kids when people recognize you in public? Like, what is that like for your kids? Biggie. I know they're young. Is the Diggy's four years old. He's yep. the only one who's out with me. Yep. And someone will come up, take a picture, and all that. Should I? Don't, he doesn't understand it at all. Yeah, yeah. He just like he stands there, he watches, and then I take his hand. We just keep it pushing. He's not not yet. He's not said, Daddy, why does he want a picture? Do you get a lot of that? Daddy, why does he want an autograph? Starting to get it more and more. Really? Starting to get it more and more, man. That's a That's blessing. Cool. How That's about cool. this? Yeah. Really I love quickly. That. When's the first time you got some recognition for your podcast? Like, how did that feel? Because I would assume I that almost think made the you podcast feel- is helping. Yeah. But I get recognized for the podcast now. Uh, I get recognized for the broadcasting now, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But I'll tell a quick story. First started coming here to Vegas 2010, 2011, and everybody thought that I was Sugar Shane Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see it a little tiny it bit. It didn't bother me. I would always just correct everybody and say, no, I'm not Shane. And they say, oh, okay. And then <laughs> you fast forward. The hair of the I don't know what year it was. 2013, maybe. I won my tournament, my, my, my uh, championship title. I'm walking around in, in, at the MGM. And somebody says, oh, Sugar Shane Mosley, let's take a picture. And somebody walking by said, that's not Shane. That's Sean Porter. Uh oh. Okay. I said. I said. Oh, I made it. Okay. You know what I mean? So <laughs> slowly but surely, I stopped being Shane, Shane Mosley and started becoming. Is it weird when Sean you Porter. see uh, an autograph that you maybe you signed a glove or something and somebody's selling it on eBay? How do you feel about I that? I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, to each his own. Uh, I do appreciate the people that say, "Hey, man, this is just for me." Hey, man, this is for my kids. Hey, man, this is for this. This is going right downstairs yep. in the basement. I, I do. I love that because that lets me know how much of a fan those people are. Yeah. I do get people who will come up to me with multiple things for me to sign. And after two or three, maybe two, yeah. I cut them off because yeah. I'm like, all right, you got a couple of things. Come That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't mind. I didn't think about that. I should have had you sign. I have one <laughs> glove. Literally have one glove in my, my man room. Yeah. It's one that Floyd gave me like. 15 years ago, 10 years ago. I didn't know it. I know it now that that stuff is has value. 
yeah. beyond the money, I but it has value yeah, to you for a specific moment in time. Yes. Because I get yes. a lot of people that will run up to me, hey, man, I don't mean a fanboy, but can I take a picture? I said, guess what? I had that mindset one, once of upon course. a time. And you know what, and Sean? I was in a room with a lot of great people of and course. didn't take pictures. Yes. I said, you That's can have that great. mindset yes. that, you do, that you don't want to fanboy. It means a lot to somebody. And you'll miss an opportunity. I agree. Yes. I said, or you can let go of that and just be excited about the moment, and we can have a moment that you're going to remember for a very long time. Have yeah. you ever met a former president? No. Not yet. What would you, Obama not would that yet. be a guy that you would really? I would say Obama's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. What um, would you say to him? As what a kid, uh, yeah. Bill Clinton was the first president that I can remember, so we'd love to, admit, we'd love to meet Bill as well. He, he would be a cool guy to have a beer with, right? I know you don't drink, but. Uh, <laughs> no, you, <laughs> slide, here's the funny thing. Slide me a Canada Dry, you drink your beer, and, and we're still going to have a great of course. time. You know what when, I mean? When, like, when can I get you on the golf course? I know you don't play golf. You're not going to learn how to play golf. A lot of former, you know, people. You gotta, I, gotta, I have to learn. We gotta give him to Aces game first. I just have. I'm teaching Marcus. <laughs> I'm giving Marcus Banks golf lessons. By the way, he's got. Yes. And with your ability and your athleticism and well, Marcus, give me with him then. I will. Give I me will. with him. I, I will. Marcus is learning. He's I'm learning. like, I don't want people looking at me saying uh, he's a rookie. <laughs> you don't want to look like Charles Barkley. Look at that ball course. just go off to the right. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Look at that ball every time just going off to the right. Well, you had a good right, but so. uh, we don't want your golf ball going to the right. Yeah, that's true. So. That's the that's the main thing is I just sure. I told my friend the other day. He said so his son is, is, is has swimming lessons. Uh -huh. Sends me a video and I'm I'm laughing. I see that the son's okay. So, but. He's right. struggling at this point in time. He says, hey, <laughs> when, when your son starts uh, his uh, his uh, swimming lessons, make sure you send me a video. Yeah. I said, no, you don't get a video of my son getting swimming lessons. Uh -huh. He said, what? I got to see that. I said, no, you don't. Nobody sees the mistakes. Ah. Everybody sees the perfection. You never see the mistakes. You didn't, so make, you didn't make a lot of mistakes in your career. That's kind of sure. holding me back <laughs> from getting on the golf course because I know people we'll get you out are going to see the mistakes. Yeah, oh God, yeah but yes. golf oh, yeah. is golf oh, yeah. is hard, but what you've been able to do in your career is, is harder. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way. Sean, you are one of the, the nicest guys in, in the business, and it's an honor to always be able to interview you. And talk. Yeah. I can't wait to be at your 100th podcast. That's going to be so much fun. Awesome. I can't wait for that. I thank you so much for being here. You're a legend in, in the industry, thank and uh, keep up the great work, my friend, and your podcast is amazing. The Portaway podcast on all platforms. Watch it on YouTube. That is the most fun. Watch it on YouTube. And for me in Thank closing, you. don't invite me back here. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, uh, really, the KSHB studio? Here's the best part about it. There's nothing that way. So I can look that way. And there's <laughs> That's the best part about being here today. Yeah. You guys set me up for success. I did. I did. I didn't yeah, even know got, it. We got the curtain, you get to look at Chris you got curtain and you got, Chris you got skyscrapers and, and casinos. <laughs> And, and some yeah. American flags. The, the view the view is great. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Showtime, Sean Porter. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Uh, Brian Salmon's going to stick around for another segment. Chris Wind is going to jump in. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it.
Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you. His relationships with the prosecutors and judges and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. My J Supreme is the first national three-point contest where the finale ends right here in Las Vegas on Saturday, September 10th at Durango High School. On Championship Saturday, there's going to be $25,000 cash on the line. Winners from across the country will compete for the grand prize. Go watch and support the great cause, which is to raise money for community and gun violence intervention programs. There'll be an interactive fan contest where you can win cash and gift cards. Go to MyJSupreme.com for more details. Again, MyJSupreme.com. I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite doctors in the Valley, Dr. K. She's a board-certified internal medicine physician. She's been in practice for over 20 years, went to Yale. She believes in treating body and mind as a whole by achieving harmony and balance. She offers hormone replacement, Botox, skin rejuvenation, even snoring treatment, because we know how that can be annoying from time to time. Also, plasma treatments and so much more with cutting-edge technology. Please give her a call, 702-410-5779. You could also give her an email at cosmeticaesthetics.lv at gmail.com. Again, that number, 702-410-5779. Call Dr. K, tell them I sent you, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client. So please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super. Hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Okay. 
No, no. Friday live from the Sapphire Day Pool. Chris went in for Brian Shapiro. He's, he's making the rounds, folks, here with Championship and one of our champion fighter, one of our favorites, Showtime Sean Porter, along with Brian Salvin from KSNV News 3, NBC here in Las Vegas. One of our favorite sportscasters in town as we uh, get you set for the weekend, right, guys? As, uh, hey, it's, it just kind of sets the stage, right? Out at a uh, pool here in Vegas, a uh, little uh, scenery bouncing around a little bit. And uh, getting revved up for a weekend uh, that should be uh, pretty pretty festive, right, to say the least, guys. Yeah, a huge weekend. I mean, yeah. what we've got we've got the playoffs with the Aces. Sean's got his uh, his his Porterway uh, podcast, but you're doing something doing big a, on Saturday, doing right? A podcast live show mm-hmm. at the Space, the Space here in Vegas. Yep. Sunday, uh, 4 p.m. The doors open. We we start at five. You can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com Patreon forward slash okay. uh, TPWP. Or if you're in Vegas and you want to come down and watch us, check us out live uh, at the space. Did you announce the um, the special guest yet, or is that a little secret? I'll go ahead and announce it right now. I think we should have already made that announcement, but we have uh, Terrence Bud Crawford coming into town. That's dope. For our 100th episode. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, good guy, good friend of mine. We're going to do uh, paintball tomorrow. Mm. So you, if you want I've, I've seen him. Through. I've seen him on there doing He's serious about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's, no, are you that serious about does, it? Yeah, <laughs> everything he does, he's serious. Oh you know? yeah, this is yeah. that's just him, you know. And and I admire that about him. Uh, and then we're uh, we got Sean Merriman coming in. He'll be uh, he'll be an in studio guest. He's such a good people, for the 100th man. episode. Yeah, really good dude. He's really good. Dude. I ran into him at the Fox Studios and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we struck up a conversation, and he knew a lot about me. I didn't expect that, and then he didn't expect me to know a lot about him. And uh, you know we 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 uh, we've been friends ever since like 2018. Yeah, he know? fights MMA. He does MMA. Yeah, he's got his own uh, MMA uh, uh, league now. Yes, fights and uh, we, lights out. Uh, we're gonna talk about all that tomorrow too. Okay. So, yeah, I don't want to get the name oh, wrong. Yeah. So yeah, and then um, Max Crosby is Man, supposed to make. Mad a, Max a, is that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Mad Max is that guy. Yeah. Eastern Michigan, baby. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Our neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys are Midwest he's, guys. He's, he, he a bad boy on the on the field. Yes. He yeah, he's a bad yes. boy on yes. the field. Yes. Yeah. But he lo- he's a big UFC guy. He likes boxing as well. I know he's really big with the UFC. But just as in a good dude, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's just a good yeah. dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, you have a chance to meet him yet, or are you just having a- We've crossed paths a couple of times. We both do our, our podcast at Blue Wire Studios. That's right. At, at the win, right? Yeah, at the win. And uh, we've crossed paths a couple of times and just sit there and kick it. Okay. Until I got I to gotta roll. You know what I mean? So, nah, and, and, that's, and I'm the same way. So, yeah. you know, I dig that energy. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's dope, man. That is really, really dope, yeah. man. And yeah. then, B-Sal, you and Brian were talking to Sean at Las Vegas Aces. Game two tomorrow night oh. here in town. They're taking on the uh, Phoenix Mercury in game two. And uh looked pretty impressive there in game one. So, uh, man. I'm hoping, I'm just hoping, right, guys, that uh, just, they just continue to kind of snowball the support here yeah. in town, right, given it, it that, that they're in the playoffs it now. Will. Of course. Yeah, it will. Yeah. yeah. What, what round of the playoffs is this? This is the first. Round, so yeah, they still have got. So you got time. You still got time. <laughs> you, got, you got time to make your way out there, Sean. Come on, yeah. And how about this? I mean, yeah. you're Las Vegas now. I mean, you're mm-hmm. from you're from back in Ohio, but you're Las Vegas now. How cool would it be to have an actual champion, a major league franchise, the the first major league franchise to win a championship in Las Vegas? It'd be the Aces. They have an opportunity to do that. Like they're favored to do that. Oh yeah. 
That'd be dope, right? Yeah, for sure. That'd be really dope. The Golden Knights got close a couple of years ago. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. When the Cavs won the championships in 2016, I think that, that was. That had to be crazy, though, Sean. It was amazing. I was actually yeah. here. Oh, you didn't oh, go back. You didn't, didn't go back didn't at fly all? back. Oh. I called a couple of people that said, yeah, you don't, don't come back. It's just too much. <laughs> it's too it much. It was too much for, like, two or three weeks. But you watched it, Tom. Yeah, I know you watched, watched it all. Watched it all. Oh, yeah, watched it all. Watched watched it. It all. That's so dope. For that to come here and be able to experience that here, I do want to feel yeah, it. Yeah, because, I mean, I you got some pride for your home. I mean, it's your adopted city. Yeah, I'm sure you love Vegas, too. For sure. I'm talking to somebody last night. Go ahead and say his name. Uh, I had a meeting with Chop last oh. night. Chop's my guy. Chop's he, Chop, Chopper. Guy. He goes all the aces games. First I'm about to text him and tell him, you need to bring Sean to the game. We had a conversation last exactly. night. So <laughs> he was the I'm first sure face I remember when soon. I moved to Vegas. I <laughs> yeah. remember the commercials. That yeah. was the first guy that I remember seeing, like the first kind of celebrity, right? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I yeah. saw when I moved to Vegas yeah. back yeah. in 2003. That yeah. was him. Chop is a big deal to Vegas. Yes. And I'm cool. I made up my mind that 2022. Or excuse me, 2023. Uh-huh. I'm going to be active in my community. That's dope. That's so. I've reached out to a few people that I believe are going to help me become more active in the in the city. Okay. And last night was my meeting with Chow. He didn't even know what what I wanted to meet with yeah. him about. I said, "Listen, man, you're a great guy." I said, "I need to know how great you are because I know that you. Everybody knows you, mm-hmm. but I need to make sure that I need to feel like I know you. Yeah. I need to know you. You know what I mean? That's so dope. Yeah, we, man, we yo, we sat for three hours last night just chopping it. He, he chopping. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. He's good folks, all right. Yeah. So. Hey, Showtime Chomp Order, always great to have you join us here live on uh, Pushing the Limits as uh, we get set to roll into the weekend. Uh, have a great time this Absolutely. weekend, and uh, we will definitely talk to you again soon. Peace, Sal, as well, too. Oh, man, always awesome to have you guys on the show and joining us uh, up against it as far as uh, a break is concerned. But uh, be shop be no, back no food is with uh, Raphael and the crew the, from the three-on-three tournament. Much more as Pushing the Limits continues on a Friday live from the Sapphire Day Pool here on KSHPA and fourteen hundred. Hey everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. Welcome back. It is pushing the limits. 
on a Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. That noise you hear is Chris Wynn putting his headset on. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I got to say, man, just walking around this pool, let me just say it's uh, quite the view, quite the view. We're having a lot of fun here. We've had Showtime Sean Porter in the house. William Hung from American Idol was singing here. That was that was a lot of fun as well. And the guy we have uh, on the line was, I, I shouldn't say on the line, yeah. in person. Yeah. Because I'm used to so many guests I have on the phone. Well, he was a pretty good basketball player in his own right. He had a great career at uh, Boise State. Yep. Uh, played some pro ball in Europe. He came on the show a few months ago, and he's got this awesome three-point contest that's coming up here September 10th in Las Vegas. You probably heard me talk about it on the show. My man Raphael joining me here. He's in the house. Raphael, first of all, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing outstanding. I'm glad you guys had me on, man. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry I had to drag you out here. I know it's, it's a tough place to be at. Yeah, it's a tough place it's to tough. be. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of beautiful women here, Raphael. Oh, yeah. Before we talk about this three-point contest, tell yes. me about your basketball career. Right, You played for Boise State. You played were a Boise. starter. Yes. Yeah, so you I, had a nice college career. I had a nice college career. I played at Boise uh end up playing in there for one year and I end up transferring out and the funny thing about it I ended up at Murray State in Kentucky with a guy by the name of Popeye Jones. Popeye oh, played for the yeah. He played for myself yeah. except the tail end of his career. Popeye was a really good NBA player. Yep. Very serviceable player. I Fun fact, it. gentlemen, Popeye Jones dropped a 40 spot when I was covering a Celtics game when I was just out of college back in 1995. <laughs> so, fun fact for you there. But here's something else. you got to remember, you say you're from Lansing, Yes. Right? Yep. So, you remember Murray State played Michigan State. They did. Popeye Jones had 39 in that game. Oh, boy. I remember that as a young guy. Oh, so boy. You, you have a nice college career. Yep. You played for several different teams there, including Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you decide to, that, you know, obviously not everybody gets to play in the NBA. Yeah. But you were able to make money playing basketball. Which Absolutely. Not many people on the planet can say they did. What was that like playing pro ball in Europe? Oh, it's, it's, it was it was great. It was uh, It's always a great experience. You always strive to be in the NBA somewhere like that. But yeah. If you can go somewhere and make money for something that you love to do, it's like a dream come true. I'm on the radio every day, so I guess I can't complain, right? There you uh, go. But uh, I was never good enough to be a professional basketball player. Although I can shoot the rock a little bit, I'm not going to have a chance in your in your contest. Let's okay. talk about that, though. So, Chris, I don't know if you knew this. They're giving away a $25,000 grand prize in Las Vegas on September 10th, and the public is invited, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, my J Supreme is the first national three-point competition of its kind. Mm -hmm. For no pros, just Joes, yep. where one contestant will win 25000 cash. And we went through uh, eight cities, Detroit, Cincinnati, Tampa, Atlanta was considered the East yep. region. The West region was considered Dallas, Phoenix, L.A., and Las Vegas, where one those contestants won 1000 bucks, And then they went to a regional round where they won 2500 And now the championship is back here in Las Vegas where 25,000 cash will be given away on September 10th. And it's at Durango High School. Durango High right. School. What are yes. the hours? The hours from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. So how many contestants have you had thus far in this tournament nationally? Uh, nationally. In each city, it just varied. But we probably had about somewhere between about 507, 25. Wow, that's that's a yeah. lot of players. Yeah, there you go. Who is the best shooter you've seen so, thus far? I'm gonna tell you, it's a kid that um, that's out of uh, Atlanta. He uh, he, uh, he 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 by way of Detroit, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. But 
he's Anderson Hunt country right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, he's probably he's probably the best shooter. But it's another kid that's out of Detroit that's going to have a great shot uh, in September on the 10th for the 25000 I like it. So There seems to be a running theme here, Brian, yeah. and it's called the 313, my friend. There you go. The D. The so D is in a building. I know a portion of the proceeds with these events are going to charity. No, I know what you're thinking, Chris. It doesn't go to your gambling problem, charity. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah. no, but in all my, seriousness, my, my parlays, you mean? That's yeah. parlay exactly. Yeah. But Raphael, when you came to me, that's what was so intriguing to me about this. Besides the fact that I love yeah. basketball and I was always that Sean Marion set shot three type shooter. Yeah. But uh, when nobody's playing defense, I can shoot. But uh, what's great about this event is that you're raising money for charity and it's for a great cause. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So by way, of my my day job, I'm the deputy director of a youth violence intervention program back in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So by me being a former player, I understand that basketball. Basketball is just a vehicle to get other things done. So I said, what about if I did a three-point competition and to raise money for GBI, CBI programs, which is community violence and gang violence intervention programs across the country. So that's what we're trying to do because now you're seeing so much violence that we have to get a handle on this. We got to make sure that we get the young people involved because they are the future. Right. And if they embrace it and become the ambassadors yeah. for anti-violence we can change this whole country i don't know it seems like and you're right it seems like the violence it's getting worse absolutely it's not getting better it's getting worse and absolutely. i feel like basketball really any sport yeah is such a great avenue right to get yeah. our youth off the streets yeah. doing the wrong things and let's do the right things let's play basketball mm -hmm. football whatever the case may be and yes. i think that's the beauty of sports right yeah. and for fans even mm. it's an escape from your problems that's yeah. what i always say you yeah. know and, and, and i love going to raiders games i love going to unlv games and aces games i went to the aces game the other day and it's just a lot of fun but you go to an event like this everybody has the same chance to win there right? you go Everybody's on the same. You can't be a professional. No, you right? can't be a professional. Or a former professional. Or a former professional. You, so I couldn't be in the competition because I got a check at once upon a time. But So if you were a college basketball player but you never received a check. You can get in the competition. Have you had any guys like that? Absolutely. We had a kid from Duquesne participate um, by the name of uh, Tyson. I can't think of Ty uh, Acuff. He participated mm -hmm. in Detroit. He did a great job, but he was beat by another kid that's not a college player. How many threes are these guys making in order to, to win or to qualify? And, you know, How many shots do you need to make here? So it's really, it's really not how many shots you make in terms of because each, you, have the, you have the actual balls on the rack. Yep. And so you have numbers for each ball. The first four balls is worth one point. We have a, a silver ball worth two points, but we have something we call the Steph Curry three. Yeah. Three bonus shots. Two of those are worth four points, and the half-court shot is worth seven points. Yeah. So it's great. I'm going to tell you, the kid. I think the kid out of Detroit has the best chance at winning. He scored in back-to-back -back rounds in Detroit. One round he had 35, and in the, in the – and in the finals, I think he had 31, and he hit a half-court shot to win the competition. It's important you make that distinction, wow. too, that you wow. can't have even former pros no. playing it, right? Because uh -huh. you got guys out there that are long no. in the tooth, right? Yeah. Guys like Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf no, no, who no. are drilling three still, and they're, like, approaching 60 years old, right? Yeah. So that was an important thing you kind of have as yep. far as uh, speaking of criteria. Ma speaking yeah. of Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, I watched him play uh, last year <laughs> at the Orleans Arena in the three-on-three. Mm -hmm. three. Wow. Yeah. That, would you ever consider playing in something like that? Do you think right now you could be in the physical condition to, to compete with those guys? Mm, Joe absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Those days are over for me. I tell, I, 
my on my flight out here, my knees are aching from being on the flight early. Oh no! I, I tell you, Joe Johnson can still be in the NBA. That's that guy can ball. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen some some great players uh, that that are out there, and I say to myself. He can still probably play in the league if he wanted. Now, there's a lot of different reasons for it. Uh, they yeah. want the playing time. They don't want to be on the bench making a big paycheck. Some yeah. still do. Yeah. But but watching some of these guys in that three-on-three, three, it's a lot of fun because these are guys that I, I grew up with. You know, Jason Richardson is a is name. That guy can still ball. I don't know how old. That's the guy who won the dunk contest back uh, in the J. Yeah, and uh, by the way, where's Jason Richardson from? Michigan State. Uh, of course, yeah, of course. Remember yeah. his yeah. days as a Golden State Warrior? This Absolutely. is way before, you know, the Curry. Remember his and, days as a Michigan State Spartan? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that guy yeah. That guy can still ball. You Absolutely. can't defend that guy. Yeah. He's so good. And, and, and there's a lot of other guys, obviously, like the Mike Bibbies, guys like that, that yeah. you see that were absolutely great players. And listen, sometimes you're not a professional athlete anymore, right? So you let your body go a little bit. They're yeah. not as fast as they once were. They're getting older. But those guys still have the eye-hand coordination. Yeah. And you can see they still are competitive. Yeah, oh, They're absolutely. barking at each other out there on the floor. Oh, so yeah. do you still play at all? Oh, I do sometimes. So I, I used to coach, but I stopped coaching maybe like three or four years ago. Yeah. And I would still get out there with the players because right. my kids that I was coaching, they didn't know anything about me. Mm-hmm. And I would have to tell them, just Google me. You will see my stats. I won a few Isn't games. Isn't it nice to do that? <laughs> but, you know, don't feel bad because if you name, like, somebody like Carl Malone, they probably won't know who he is either. Who's John Stockton? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, who's Carmel? Larry Bird, who's that? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like some of these millennials, man, I, mean, yeah. I, I get angry. I get angry. It's like you don't know what basketball was like in the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. the mid-80s. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and, and do you feel like basketball softened up a little bit since then? Oh, absolutely. Even since your days of playing college ball? Oh, absolutely, because... Nowadays, everything is, is, is become commercial. Right. So it becomes, they switch the, the industry to make it where it's freedom of movement is what they're calling it. Right. So right. now guys are doing what they're doing. I had a debate with a couple guys back in Detroit, mm-hmm. and they tried to convince me that Michael Jordan would be that good in this era. I said Michael Jordan probably would average 52. Because with, no, with no hand checking, you telling me Michael Jordan would destroy this league? Steph Curry would not be able to score the amount of points he does today uh-uh. uh, back in the 80s. Uh-uh. I don't care what anybody says. Neither uh-uh. would Le- LeBron's a great player, but neither would LeBron. Absolutely. I okay. agree. We agree on that. Marcus, I, agree. I get into fights with verbal fights with Marcus Banks about this all the time. Uh-huh. He says LeBron James is the best player of all time. I said, you are crazy. Yeah. You are crazy. Is LeBron a top 10 player? Yes. I'm not even sure he's a top 5 player. No. I think he's a top 5 player. but Michael but Jordan. Best Mike, ever. Magic Johnson. Guy. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I put him in there. I put Kobe Bryant in there. Okay. Boy, fifth is uh, fifth is really hard for me. Fifth uh, is really hard. That's a really, really. I agree tough with Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose had LeBron at number five, just yeah. ahead of Larry Bird. Maybe. I, I agree with him. But I think Jalen. You maybe. know, Jalen. Jalen wanted to see Jalen played at Southwestern. He's, yeah. uh, yes, he at, did. At where Anderson Hunt played. Right. Yeah. And right. but Jalen was younger than us, so Jalen is kind of being a little political there. But mm-hmm. I don't think LeBron is a top five either, to be honest, because it's too many other guys. Is LeBron the best athlete that we've ever seen, bar none in any sport? When you think about this, LeBron James is legit six eight. They right. listed yeah. at two fifty, but I saw LeBron James in person at the Pistons Arena mm-hmm. in the back. Right. LeBron yeah. right. James is a specimen. God said, wait a minute. He is. I'm going to draw this guy up, shoulders broad, and I mean he just cut up. Yeah. But LeBron, he's the best athlete ever, but no uh, question, but I'll I tell you something. Ten seconds left to go in a game, I give the ball to Larry Bird over over uh, LeBron any day of the week. That's just oh, me. Oh, wait. I'll get a ball to I, I can Bird, name. Magic, Kobe, I, Robert Ory. <laughs> there you go, Robert Ory. <laughs> now, now you're pain in our hearts because I'm a Pistons Steve fan. Steve Kerr. I've got to think I'm about Robert Ory hitting game-winning yeah. shots. Well, Raphael. 
this this two hours goes by so fast. I know. But Raphael, uh, I can't wait to be at your event. Yes, September sir. 10th, Durango High School. Yeah. Uh, you have my word. I will be there, and I can't wait. By the way, it's going to be a lot of fun watching these guys fight for ten twenty five thousand dollars cash. Uh, that's that's a new level of pressure. This isn't a game of horse in your backyard with your dad. Yeah, no. This, this is different, uh, Raphael. How do people go to the website? Give out that information. So they go to they go to myjsupreme.com and they just follow because at this point you yep. can't get in the contest. The contestants are going, going to converge here in yep. Las Vegas. So we have all the winners. They'll converge here. Awesome. But I want to say this before we go. Yep. Is that before that game? We have the social media influencers coming in. They're going to play Durango High School basketball team as well. Oh, cool. And so they'll have a little fun and get the fans excited. I like There's going to be competitions for uh, the fans. We have yep. an interactive fan contest where fans can come in. They can even shoot a layup, a free throw, a three-pointer, and win a gift card. But just participating and coming and watch. And I love that it. Support. I can't wait to be there, Raphael. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of the show. Yes, sir. Can't, can't, can't wait to be there. Chris Wynn, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Brian Salmon. My thanks to Showtime, Sean Porter. He's Showtime. He's you know, the he's best. Big time. You know what I'm saying? He's the best. <laughs> yeah, and I listen, I, I, I saw him in his last yeah. fight. He don't remember yeah. at the um, the NBA uh, Summer League. I called him outside. I say, uh, you going to fight again? He said he was done. But yeah. I think he still got something in the tank. I'm going to oh. tell you what I, I think he still got something in the tank. If he wanted to. If yeah. he wanted to. Yeah. Thanks to Showtime for being here, and also thank yes. you to William Hung from American Idol. Oh, yeah. I love the people here at Sapphire. Thank them so much. Great staff, beautiful people, I must say. Yeah, it is great. And uh, this has been a lot of fun. Well, we're going to party now. We're going to go We're gonna go swimming and have some fun, see who's going to suck down some drinks. Raphael, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you all for listening, me. and we will see you on Monday, same time, same place. Oh, well, not the same place. I wish it was, but we'll see you Monday, everybody. All right, peace. Thank you all. <laughs>